For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything, number 247. This is the NFL Week 9 recap, the college football Week 10 uh, preview and picks, the NFL, sorry, sorry, college football Week 11. That's right. Good gracious. College football Week 11 uh, preview, picks, all the wonderful things, NFL Week 10. Correct. I got the right number on that one. That's right. All right, I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. Whoo! You can go to any of the wonderful sports books down in Tunica, Mississippi. Do you know that? Yep. It's pretty awesome. Tunica, Mississippi. Go to tunicatravel.com. <laughs> they got six awesome sports books. Tunicatravel.com has all the information you need on that. You can always get our picks and everything else over at winningcureseverything.com, along with joining our football picks. Uh, last week, Lee B. from Madison, Alabama. Went eight and two, won the contest. He got two free nights at Sam's Town Casino, and uh, and two free buffets over at Fitz Casino. So this week, uh, yeah, it's going to be even more prizes. So go check that thing out. WinningCuresEverything.com. Let's jump into it. This is the NFL recap, week number nine. Week nine. Before we get started, let's thank Tunica Travels, Tunica, Mississippi. All the sports books down in Tunica, we appreciate the sport. Go see them. Go visit them. Tell them we said hello. Tunicatravel.com. I, I feel like the only proper and appropriate place to pl- to start the recap is we got to go all the way back to Thursday night. And we got to talk about Nick Mullins. <laughs> Southern Mississippi's Nick and, Mullins. And how much of a grown-ass man that guy is. Now, was he was he just good because he was playing the Raiders? Or yeah, I don't know. No, no. You don't get thrown into an NFL game like that, and 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 show out the way he did. Two hundred plus yards, two hundred like thirty something yards, three touchdowns. I think he's good. I think he's I think he's going to be one of these guys that listen. We've seen other quarterbacks in this league not be good at all. We've watched quarterbacks for this team not be nearly as good as him. Agree. So, I, I was excited. I, I liked seeing him. I kind of have a question, okay? A couple of these I want to give some scenarios and stuff we'll go through. Is is it how many more games in a row does he have to win before they give him a $150 million contract? No, no. That's that's <laughs> See, So, but you're thinking along the lines of what I am thinking is how many more games does he have to look like this before you free up that $150 million and you sell Jimmy Garoppolo to the highest bidder? 
Would anybody take Jimmy G on that contract? Uh, Jacksonville. Um, well, I don't know if they've got the cap space. Man, mm, that's a different. Oh, Cleve. Oh, yeah, sh- I don't know. No, nah, I mean they just they, they put everything they had into Baker. They just fired a coach over Baker. I don't. I don't know the answer to that. I think there is a quarterback out there. There is somebody out there that would take him. I don't know who that is right now. Now, at the same time, would you keep Jimmy G on that contract and maybe trade Nick Mullins nah, for cheap, cheap? You better get a king's ransom because cheap, that's what I'm saying. Cheap quarterbacks are how you win Super Bowl. You want to know who needs a trade for for Jimmy G? We'll get to him later. Dallas Cowboys. I did, hey, they, okay. They need a quarterback. Sorry, uh, yeah. sorry, Dak friends. They need are we are we already moving to Monday? No. Okay. Oh yeah. You know what? <laughs> yep. All right, let's jump from Thursday to Monday. Let's go. Let's, let's go from Thursday to Monday. Also, How about when, when we Titans? get to our let's, – let's stay on that, that Thursday night game. When we get to our top five, bottom five, if you have not corrected yourself yet, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I'm just going to be upset, and you we'll, need to we'll understand to that. that. We'll get to that in the next segment. Let's, It'll be let's move on to last night. We do this on Tuesday evenings. The Titans completely had their way with the Cowboys. And this is after bumbling the entire first quarter. They looked lost. They they turned the ball over every possession for like three or four in a row, and the Cowboys could do nothing with it. They handed them the ball on the 20-yard line and said, here, have it. Yeah. And the Cowboys came away with no points from all those turnovers. They had one great drive to start the game. They got Cooper the ball in the end zone. Congratulations. They still only scored 14 points. And like I said a couple of weeks ago from Jake and Lo- Jason Lockenfora with CBS, CBS does the sports line, and the sports line analyst said he will add 0.0% to them being better. I think they scored yeah. 14 without him. I think uh, they yeah, forced, I go with forced him the ball to prove that it was the right move. Oh, and everybody knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Everybody knew that Jerry was going to do that. Jerry That's Jones right. told Jason Garrett immediately. You, you find Cooper Get early him the ball. and often because we have to have people understand this move was right and the rest of their offense is still not good. Zeke, I have no idea how you can have Zeke. you got to make me look good, Garrett. And he can't do anything. He looked great in the first half, and well, he touched it. the ball like six times in the second. Yeah, that, now that I don't understand. I, I think, you know, if we want to talk about the we, the the media narrative is that the Cowboys have a pretty good offensive line, and I don't know that I buy that. Well, okay, they used to. No, I don't know that anybody's saying that they've got a great one now. They did at one point in time have a well, great I, one. I didn't say a great one. I just said a good one. And I, I'll I don't tell know that you they've this. even got a good offensive Com- Okay, if we're going to compare them to the rest of the league, man, there's like seven or eight teams that have some of the worst offensive line play I've ever seen We've in We've talked life. about this before this season where they, – They probably have an above-average offensive line. Compared to compared to other if, teams. If, but, we're, if we're doing the measuring stick as to all the other 32, I, I think they're above the Mason-Dixon line. But depending on who you play against – and the Titans have got some pass oh, no. like no, Look, Harold Landry's a real dude. We talked you know, about like, this Tennessee team. Yeah. Just two weeks to prepare was anybody at all surprised – that the Titans went in and their coaching staff with two weeks to prepare for this team, just far more prepared, looked way better. They had – I can't explain what was going on offensively in the first three drives. I, I, I can't speak to that. I know this. After they stopped doing that, they they just owned the Cowboys at every well, facet it, of the game. Is it not kind of funny that, like, it, obviously the first bit of the game is when it's scripted, right? Yeah. So when they got away from the scripted stuff, they looked immensely better. 
Well, I don't know about that because I think from what I've I've heard and read about NFL coaches is it's like the first 15 to 17 plays are scripted. I, I think even if you don't get 15 plays in three drives, you're you're still going to go with the script. I, I think they have a really good offensive coordinator. I think he's a good offensive mind. I don't know how good Mariota really is. I think he shows flashes of great, and then he shows flashes of just I don't fi- I can't figure out what he's trying to do, and I don't know what maybe not what he's trying to do. I don't know what he's capable of doing. Yeah, but I'll tell you this: against the Cowboys, a, a guy like Mariota, you know, he whipped their butt. Yeah, now you're right about that. So let's move on to the next game, which was supposed to be the clash of the two best quarterbacks in football. One guy showed up. The other guy, I, I don't I don't know where he was, but 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 he wasn't he wasn't <laughs> you, real good. You enjoyed this a lot, we're, didn't you? We're talking about the Patriots. We're talking about the Green Bay Packers and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron was good. He he wasn't anything special. And Tom was great. And and, and not that Tom did anything spectacular. You know who was amazing? Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels. That, that's, yeah. that's who was amazing. Cordell Patterson has been passed around this league. Yeah. I want to say something inappropriate that he would pass around. <laughs> um, but but he has been moved around, and nobody, everyone sees his talent and says, man, what, what could you do with this guy if we could just figure out what he's – Bill says, hey, he's really good. Let's just hand him – okay, so he can't – he's not a good wide receiver. Why isn't he a good wide receiver? Maybe, maybe he struggles with catching the ball. Maybe he's not good at running routes. So let's, let's not ask him to run routes. Let's give him the ball behind the line of scrimmage and let's say, go, man, go. It's a genius move. I mean, we talked about this for a couple of weeks now. And he is – like, he's a superb athlete. Obviously, there's a reason why he does so well with, uh, with special teams play. Right? That's so, right. So just turn every play into a special team play. Make every team – and when he touches the ball, every play is special. I yeah. mean, they really are. There was a power run where they ran it between the guards, and he lowered his shoulders and was dragging linebackers and people grabbing his shirt tail and pulling it off of him from behind. He's carrying people three or four yards. They, they found what he's good at. I want to, I want to address something where all the – Aaron Rodgers' apologist came out the woodworks and was just immediately, well, look at the talent that he has around him. They do it every week. But you know what? Let's let's address that because no Sony Michelle, no Gronk. Look at the talent Tom had. Nobody on the planet would have touched Josh Gordon a couple weeks ago. Bill said, "I can fix him," um, and he and he did, and and he wasn't that great everywhere else at, at Cleveland. Just like Randy when he went to Oakland. Yeah, was was uh, just a complete shell of himself. Uh, Cordell Patterson, we we talked about him. I don't know how good James White would be in any other offense whatsoever. I don't know how good Julian Edelman would be in any other offense. Julian Edelman, in all intents and purposes, is no different than Jordy Nelson. He, yeah. he he's he's lost his burst to where he really can't get open. He's good at making trash catches. He catches the ball like even when he's covered. Tom's got to get it to him pretty well, and, uh, and 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 he's fiery, he's feisty, but he doesn't have like explosive speed. He's he's you can cover him pretty easily. Yeah, Let's, well, that's, see, that's the thing with the Patriots. Of it, you Devontae don't have to have Adams, explosive speed. Devontae Adams is without question the best skill player on both sides of the ball. Well, you know what's funny? Like Chris Hogan forever was like their deep threat. That's right. 
Chris Hogan doesn't have explosive speed. No, no, he's like, not really fast at all. It, it's not anything about like speed or whatever. It is game planning. That's it right. is finding a way to finding to what trick your guys are good at and and, yeah. and making them better. And Chris Hogan can absolutely run a route to perfection. He can if he if sells you were it. if you were to take the special players, the skill players for the Packers, and flip them and take all the jerseys off and say, all right, you now get the Patriot players. That we that the Pats had to dress, and then and, and then the, let and Tom, Mike McCarthy Tom, coach that yeah, bunch. For and a Tom week. gets Tom gets the the Green Bay Packer players. A Devontae Adams might be the third or fourth best receiver that Tom's ever had to throw to. Yeah. So so let's let's be real careful before we start calling everybody crap. And all those other guys, all of a sudden, you know who they are. These running backs, you get way more out of them. This is X's and O's. I don't know that this is McCarthy's a bad coach. There are people saying that he's probably going to be fired at the end of the year or let go, not not resign, not brought back. I don't know that he that changing him fixes their problems. It, it's kind of an understood thing. He's not returning next year. Who do they go get? Who do they think is going to be the answer? I mean, everybody talks about like, oh, imagine them in like a Kyle Shanahan. So like, who's the next young guy? But well, you're think, not going and getting well, Kyle, think, and you're not that, getting McVay. I mean, I think I don't that know. batch is done. Like I think, I think your your crop of next good is Green head Bay is willing done. to go into college and get a college coach, and is Aaron Rodgers going to respond to that? This is my other problem with Rodgers. How old he is Aaron Rodgers? He doesn't say uh, thirty four or five in mid thirties, early thirties, probably. I don't, I don't, I'm really bad at that game. Yeah, you go ahead and keep talking. But, I'm a but my other issue with him is, is how coachable is he? I mean, he's got all the talent in the world. I I don't knock his ability whatsoever, but but. He takes up way too much of the salary cap for them to build a team around him for anybody to complain, well, look who he's got around him. And B, I don't I don't know that he's very coachable. I, I wonder sometimes if if you know, he just he's just such raw talent. He is thirty four years old. Okay. All right. So God, that that just makes me feel like complete crap. God, his birthday is December second, nineteen eighty three. Mine's January eleventh, nineteen eighty three. I'm like I'm almost a year older than Aaron friggin' Rodgers. Nah, 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 nah. How, how did this that's happen? Just our different lot in life. How did so, this happen? That's that's it. Do you have anything else you want to add to to this game and what you think happened? No, I mean we know exactly what happened. Like I, I don't think Mike McCarthy is is a very good head coach. I think I, he's okay. I don't he's know that serviceable. He's, bad. he's not. No, he's not bad. Like, but he. Look, Hugh Jackson is bad. I don't, we, we've I don't, seen I don't, bad head coaches. I don't know that Green Bay is any better with every coach in the league other than maybe the top five or six. But that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like it's a, they don't have a ton of, of overall talent. Part of that is because of Aaron Rodgers' huge contract and whatever. And, and their draft picks, eh, I mean, they're, they're hitting about 500 on those. But, know, and, and, okay. and there's so the like, difference is before they drafted guys – and they went about seven, eight years. How they built that team that won the Super Bowl a while back was all through the draft. There yeah. were no free agent guys. They just bring in their own dudes. And when you get to be a free agent, you walk off and we bring in somebody else. Yeah. And they haven't hit on those dudes. No, not not nearly as much as they did. Um, but, you know, I think – I mean, it, you have to have a superb head coach. To be able to make up for the talent deficiencies that they have, I disagree and it's, with and, that. And, and, when you on, have Aaron Rodgers, they don't when you have, have a great quarterback. You don't have to have a superb head coach. 
Was he a superb head coach when he won the Super Bowl with them? Okay, look, look, look. Well, just, at that he point, he worse. at that point he just got hot. Like I think that was a nine and seven football team. How, how is it that you have Aaron Rodgers and you say he has to have a superb head coach? Was Tom Coughlin a superb head coach when when Eli won two Super Bowls? Do you think that Tom Brady is half the quarterback he is if he's not playing in Belichick's system? Yeah, I really do. I think he's still just as good. He might not have as many rings. He might not have as many Super Bowls, but he goes to just as many AFC championship games. He might lose to the Belichick coach team. But, yeah, I absolutely think he's just as good. I don't know, man. I I think Belichick is – like, and, it, and it's not just that. I think, you know, Atlanta – Back when Shanahan was there, I mean, you can you can see the difference. Like oh, Matt Ryan, no one puts more no one puts more emphasis on coaching than I do when I'm when I make my picks, when I talk about these teams, when I look at teams that I say this team is good, this team is bad. It it's it's ninety percent of it's all based on coaching when everybody else is looking at quarterbacks. Okay, I I understand that there is a valid difference when you have do do you think the coaching around Peyton Manning was great? Forget about how much we all love Dungy. Okay. Yeah. Do we think the coaching around Peyton Manning was just unbelievable? Because I think McCarthy's better than all of the guys that ever coached Peyton. I don't know that I agree with that. Well, Dungy was a defensive guy. No, no, so no, no, you, no, no. Forget so that, Dungy. So I'm not talking about head coach. Forget head coach. I'm talking about the offensive guys around him. No, the offensive I, guys around around Aaron Rodgers are far better than anything Tom Brady had. Or no, anything that, that, uh, that Peyton Manning had. And guess what? He still won a lot more than than Aaron Rodgers has won, and and he's got more Super Bowl rings with multiple I, teams. I mean, you might be right. I I got my I got my feelings on it. Um, okay. But I mean, it, look, I just all, don't think all you of it's can a moot point you're, you're, because like it's they're, well, they're three, they got three good. they got three wins. Yeah, they should, three they should have they should have won less than that. They told the Bears totally gave one game away. Yeah, so I mean they're they're three four and one. Uh, they tied against the Vikings. Probably, you know, should have lost that. Or I mean, even still, they probably should have won that one. Like it just depends on how you look at it. So maybe, maybe a tie is good. But the Bears game, yeah, they probably should have lost that one. Uh, I mean, they got to win over Buffalo. They're not a good team. Like it's this is not a a great team, and they're ten point favorites this week. Yeah. And so, all right, let's let's move on to the other great game, and this this really was a great game. You want to talk about two best running backs in football? went up against each other. Two really good top-level quarterbacks went up against each other. And two incredible head coaches went up against each other in the Rams-Saints game. Yes. This this was a football game that was – it looked like the Saints were going to run away with it. They were up like 35 – they were up by 21 points, something like that, 17 points, going into halftime. And it looked yeah. like they were going to run away with it. Rams came back. Rams countered. They tied it up. I mean, this was a great game back and forth. I believe the outcome of the game came on those three individuals. I think Alvin Kamara outplayed Todd Gurley. Yeah. I think Drew Brees outplayed golf, which no one no one expected anything less than that. Golf is really good. Especially golf, in New Orleans. Golf has done great. He ain't Brees yet. Not yet. And Give I him th- time. And I think Sean Payton totally out-schemed, out-coached, and, and, and out-worked uh, Sean McVay. You realize it was just a few years ago that everybody was talking about Peyton retiring or maybe Peyton taking like the USC job. Yeah, I mean, it, how goofy? Does well, that he, all look he now? him and the ownership of the Saints didn't really mesh real well for a while. Well, now Tom Benson is uh, yeah. gone. R.I.P. Yep, and and, uh, uh, and now the, Peyton looks is, like those is, things are happening. Peyton's living his best life. Let me let me ask 
a question. Does Sean Payton remind you of Mike Gundy at all? I was thinking about this on Sunday. Yeah, he's definitely got that. He he I looks, give, give, acts well, like he, he he's got the I give no f's about yeah. Mike Gundy when he talks. <laughs> he he does not care what you think about him. Maybe less than Bill. Maybe less than anybody. Yeah. You know what I he agree. does though, and, and this is brought up all the time. He learned this from Bill Parcells, who Belichick learned from Parcells as well, and, and a lot of guys in the NFL. That's the coaching tree that people really want to look at. Is you can't coach scared. And that guy That's just true. does. He is completely fearless. So I've got a stat from this that I want to throw at you. Okay. I, I, I'm stealing this from giving him all the credit. This is Kevin Clark from The Ringer. I, I listen to him. I like him a lot. Uh, I think he's really smart. Very well written. Go read his articles. Um, there are only two players in history, 23 and younger, to have three games of three touchdowns in a single season. One of them is Alvin Kamara. Do you know who Alvin Kamara is tied with in that? Three. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Three, three games. With three touchdowns. With three touchdowns in a single season under 23 years old. Is it? Is it another running back? Is this only running well, yes, back? Yes, it is another running back. Man, I have no idea. I will give you a hint. He, he is in many people's eyes the greatest football player to ever play football. Uh, Alvin Kamara Jim, Jim Brown? and Jim Brown. Jim Brown. They're the okay. only two people at that age to be that good. It's, you said the greatest football player ever to play, and I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of those. No, no, there's not. No, <laughs> but, no, no, but, but no the there's that, not. The one that everybody no, says. No, I was going to say, I, yeah. no, I, will, I will argue with that. There, there is not a lot of those. It doesn't it's, matter what position it is, and it doesn't matter what well, quote, no, I mean, unquote, there's, there's era we're watching. Jerry Rice, nope, Joe nope, Montana, nope, nope, you know, nope, not even close. We're not even. But, not but even you're right, Jim, Jim Brown. Yeah, the you're right. the single toughest man on the planet when he was playing. You get to he's, um, he's still tough, man. He's you're you're he's one talking of those about that sit outside and threaten to fight everybody outside. He's the got stadium. he's got three touchdowns in three games. At this, it's early, man. Uh, I yeah. mean, I think. I think he is elite level good, and and I don't know that it matters what system, quote unquote, he's playing in. I I think it does. I know matter. I know he like he benefits from being in the Saints, but I think if you trade it places with him and Melvin Gordon, and he goes to like the Chargers, man, I I think he's just as good. Now I now, think I now, think it does Melvin matter which obviously one obviously increases. Well, yeah, no, no. Here's I I think it does matter because we saw him at Tennessee. Like when he was in college, he's he's completely different player than he but, was in college. But but he was completely misused. Like they there were glimpses of it because there were times that the offensive coordinator it, in the would N- like let in him the loose. NFL right now, if he was on any roster, he's touching the ball thirty forty times, catching, receiving, uh, and running the ball. And and it doesn't it, if he's on the Colts. I don't think he's that good. Oh, I disagree. Completely disagree. You see what Mac is doing on the Colts? He is a hundred times better the runner Mac is, and he gives them a dump off option to where when he catches the ball and you throw it to him, he's taking it for twenty thirty. I mean, you got a point. No, and he's mowing people over and he's breaking tackles. I mean, now, I, I think that he kid is. is a truck. I think he's unbelievable. He's he's my most exciting player to watch. This year, now we'll give you that. Everybody, it not this is not a knock on the other guys. If you told me you you can only watch one player this Sunday, who is it? 
I'm watching Alvin over Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that, that that's probably the list is those guys right now. Todd I mean, Gurley's Todd probably there, in. Yeah. No, Todd Gurley's in that. I I and this is my. I think I would. I would watch Alvin. You say you I only can, got one game. I can you totally go with one that. guy. I'm, I'm going with him. So let's go to the Rams a little bit. Let me. Rams value in. They got three special people that matter. I think more than anyone else to their winning and losing. And and I brought them up earlier in how I think they all got outplayed in this game, but it is McVay, it is golf, and it is Gurley. If you had to keep one and lose the other two to a team in your division that you have to play twice a year, who do you keep and who do you give up? To a team in your division. So you know if you give up Gurley or Golf or McVay, you have to play against them, coach against them twice a year, and beat them to win your division. I would give up Golf. Who do you keep? You only keep oh, one. Oh, you only keep one. You oh, only okay. keep well, one. Oh, God. Well, I'd keep McVay. I, I think I'd, I'd keep McVay, too. I think, but this is not, not even close. I value coaching more than everybody else. So, it's a, it's. I mean, it's a quarterback league, and there's a lot of teams out there that say – you know what? If you're Jacksonville right now, you'd take golf and the coaching staff they got and let Gurley and McVeigh go to one of the other teams in the division and you just take your chances. Yeah, I mean I, I mean there there are teams that are built that are saying, Hey, we'd we'd kill for that guy. I I think all right, so back to Green Bay. I think Green Bay with McVeigh would be otherworldly. Well, yeah, but let's you gotta but take I, Aaron off of it. Oh, but you're talking about like okay, uh, yeah, okay. I'm. I'm you, can't, saying, you can't say yeah, McVay with the the second best quarterback in football. Well, I thought you were just talking about the Rams. Okay, I I, I am in this scenario, but like I don't know. I, I I agree. We we both agree, but I'm just trying to figure out. It's just a quarterback league. There are teams that don't have a quarterback that would kind of kind of kill for golf. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just I know what golf is without Sean McVay. Like I've seen that before. Like I don't think he was that great at Cal under Sonny it's, Dykes. It's impossible a, like, to grade him what he was like under Fisher, though. That, I mean, that, yeah, no, that you're is, right about that. That is not that is not okay to do. So so anyway, th- th- those were the biggest games. We'll, we'll get through some other ones. This is kind of an interesting game. We while we're giving up <laughs> weird, strange scenarios and 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 whatnot. Let's let's get to let's get to the Bills Bears game because I have a scenario with that. First off, Bears looked really good. They went on the road. They beat a bad team. They beat the hell out of them. Uh, yeah, I mean they did what you're supposed to do to a bad team, right? Uh, they the Bears are looking really good right now. I I, I it's it's like, hard to say. Well, but they did it to the Bills. But that's what you're supposed to do, and a lot of other teams don't. Wait, exactly. They right? have well, and and look, the Bills still have a pretty good defense. That's right. Oh no, the fact that they put up that many points. Now they did it all thanks to thanks to Peterman. Uh, yeah, not all of it, but a lot of it. Man, a lot of turnovers. A lot of pick. The defense scored what two or three times? At least two. I think it was. I think it was just two. Um, anyway, and then maybe got a short field on another or something like that. So, so first things first. Last year, I destroyed Deshaun Kaiser. I labeled him the single worst quarterback to ever start the end. Now. He is the worst that's ever going to start and play as many games as he played. Like, he played yeah. the entire season. Even games he didn't start, he got in. Yeah. There were, there were all 16 games, he played meaningful minutes in all 16 games. I mean, think about that. Like, your, your top two quarterbacks were, he's, were Kevin Hogan. He's the worst. And Deshaun Kaiser. He's, like he's the worst. It's not close. But 
People want to talk about the Browns being bad this year. They don't Peter, remember last year. Peterman is getting really dangerously close to being Deshaun Kaiser bad. Uh, no, I think Peterman's worse. I, I think he's. I think he, and that is a very difficult thing to be. But like when you cannot stop throwing interceptions, like your offensive coordinator is is actively trying to find routes to like just all you got to do is put it there and, and, it, and it doesn't help him that that is without question the worst receiving core in the nfl uh so yes. that, that's not that's not helping him at all but but i want to you wanna, know how much better sammy watkins feels god yeah <laughs> so so let me let me give you a different scenario okay I, I want a wild card weekend in the nfl you know we have the bye week between the championship games and the super bowl yeah and there's no football and 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 it was the Pro Bowl sometimes, and I it's just garbage. I want I want the two losers of the championship teams to play each other, but we're gonna have a real wild. We're gonna have to change the wild card to something else because this is a wild card. A wild card is something that is thrown into a game that completely changes the game. Correct. And okay. every game you play, I would like Nate Peterman to sit in one of the end zones in a big throne with two different jerseys, one for both of the teams. They have to play to win. The winner of the team – now, I know we think quarterbacks make $20, 30000000 million a year, and so they don't care about money. But many, 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 many of these players don't. Every person on the roster makes $5 million bonus if you win the game. So everybody's trying to win the game. Okay. Caveat is, is Peterman has to play quarterback for one full series – at least three consecutive downs in each half for both teams. You get to, you as the coach get to pick it. <laughs> now you can't just kneel him out, walk him out there at the end of a half and kneel, unless you you know you got to actually you gotta, like you got to run, run you got to run three play. Now you can be three handoffs. That's fine. Yeah, but at, at how much would that change? Like what an offense is doing. And when do you throw them out? Did you just say, "Hey, let's let's just take the first possession and give it up"? In yeah, the first I mean, half, I'd probably do in the, the first, first of the second half. Or That's do you say, do. "Hey, let's get out hot. Let's get all right now. We got like a ten point lead going into halftime. Let's give him let's give him the last possession or a uh, late possession because okay, so now I'm, I'm up fourteen points. If it, but if you're up fourteen, like it, you you don't want to get behind the eight ball. So if you throw a pick six. That's that's the problem. If you give trouble. him, if you give it to him first, and he turns the ball over, just fumbling the snap. Like there were things that weren't his fault, but it was like Nate Peterman is the quarterback. I have to go to a defensive player, and so it hits receivers in the hands, and it's like they just handed it to the DB. Yeah, it's it, it's other world stuff right that's, now. That's that's the problem. If you start out early, now you now you now you're fighting, and then you know you got to put him back in in the second half once too. Good gracious. That's a wild card game. Yeah, that's, we have, that's we have Kaiser and Peterman, and they have to play series for your team. <laughs> so the quarterbacks make a ton of money, so they don't matter. So they don't play this game, and you just have to play with these two jamokes, and the other team is just fighting like hell to try to win because they're broke. Well, they're not broke, but they want some, they want some money. I like this idea. I, I think the NFL is pretty greedy. I think this would like bring ratings galore. I can't, I would help, watch it. I can't help but watch Peterman. Like, oh, it's, like it's I'll crazy. tell you this: as much as I like watching Kamara, uh, I don't know that I didn't watch more snaps of the Bills. I like it. Anyway, I like it. Thought that was interesting. We'll move on. We're going to cover some ground here with these. Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield look really bad. Yeah, both of their teams are really bad, 
and their offensive coaches might be the two worst in the NFL. Yeah. Could this year be so detrimental to their development that they never recover? No. I don't think so. Or either one of them actually just not very good. I think Darnold is very turnover prone. We saw that at USC. We knew that. Mayfield uh, at Oklahoma, like he was playing some ri- – well, it, everywhere that he's been, he has played really, really bad defenses. I think it is taking him a little bit of time to get caught up. Uh, but I do think that Mayfield has, like, the talent to be able to go through this. And and it, it takes time to learn this NFL game. Like, you know that. I understand. Uh, uh, unless you are, like, a – That's why I'm a fan of these guys sitting for a while, by the way. Yeah, and that's – I mean, that'd be totally fine. But I don't think there's anything wrong with playing them either. Like, I don't think that it's going to, to crush their spirit. And if you're a competitor, then you're a competitor. It'll help you figure out sooner, like, whether or not they are uh, – whether they've got the, the cojones that's right. to actually play the position – um, so in that regard, like absolutely, I, keep playing them. So my my problem with Mayfield Darnold, is the future in Cleveland. They have made that abundantly clear. My well, so my my problem with Darnold was this, and and I there's a reason I didn't want him number one. I didn't want him number two. I didn't want him number three. He would have been my fourth choice in quarterback this draft, and it's strictly because I don't see him as a whole lot different than Jameis Winston. I think he's got all the talent in the world. I don't think you can coach. The throwing the ball to the other team out of a player. I think if yeah. that's in them, it's always going to be in them. Yeah, because they are and, always going and, to think that that's they right. can fit the ball in that hole. They, they, yeah, they think their talent is better than it is, and they can't be coached or trained out of that. My fear with Baker is this. He played at two schools. Now, while Texas Tech is not a big boy school with five-star talent around him. It's still in the Big 12. At the wide receiver position and the offensive line position, they are great. They are upper level in college football good every year in that air raid system. Yes. And then when he goes to Oklahoma, everybody on the offensive side of the ball are all five stars. Yeah, well, not five I, stars. I but always, you know, what better I'm than everybody else. They're, on the they're, field. The, they're the best athletes on the field when they're on the field. Yeah. My problem with taking quarterbacks that play in these systems that make them look so good in college is, what do you do when your offensive line sucks? and your receivers aren't great, can you still be good? Because I don't know that, well, this is a rookie year. I don't know that next year or the year after, unless personnel drastically changes, I don't know that they can do that. See, that's like it, that's what made it so easy for Kansas City to move to Patrick Mahomes because they had already moved in that direction. That's right. They offensive had the offensive line is not great, but it's above average. All the skill players are elite level. Well, their their offensive line is is great at pass blocking. They, they like, just don't have to pass block long. They don't have to pass block long because like yeah. the guy can. But I don't. Defenses. But they're 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 above average because the rest of the league is bad. Yeah. But no, just the schemes that they run. I don't know if Andy Reid could make this team much better though. No, I don't think no. I mean, no. Patrick. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a far far better player as of right now than Baker. He's had another year. I don't know that that one year is different. I, I think it helps. Okay. So we lump two players in there. I'm going to lump two teams together. Okay. I think the Panthers and the Chargers are the exact same team with different jerseys. I think they play the same style of football. I think they look the same playing the games. I the think Chargers one's got have an immensely no... better passing quarterback. Well, okay, but one has the immensely better running quarterback. Which quarterback would you rather have? I'd rather have the one that can throw the football. 
Ooh, ooh, I don't know. Cam can throw it just fine, and and you never have to worry about third I, and Cam two. is a a front running quarterback. Like he's a, a, when ooh. things are going well. Oh, you sure? Because when they beat the Eagles a couple of weeks ago, they were down three touchdowns. No, I'm saying and when, he went when I'm saying three when the situation to drive. when the situation is good. Well, I don't know like, that that situation was good either. No, I'm not talking about like per game situation. I'm talking about just like the team itself. When the team around him feels good, things are going well, he can absolutely come back in games like that. I don't like know. After 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 McCaffrey, who's who's good on that team? I mean, who's really good? Yeah, I mean, you got a point. Like uh, DJ Moore's pretty good. DJ Moore's good. He's he's he not great. He ain't great, but no, I mean, they they just got a bunch of they got a bunch of guys. Like and, I, I, and Cam we, Cam we, is the alpha dog. We disagree on them having a bunch of guys. I, I don't know that I take Cam over Rivers in like if I've got to win this season. Well, that's that's but, what I'm talking but I, about. But I think it's close. And I and I can't tell you I wouldn't take Cam. I mean no, I do think it's close. I think these but, teams are a lot alike. They play kind of the same kind of defense. They I think one is way better coached and probably has a lot better kicker in in the Panthers. But they both play down to like bad teams a lot and are they, they the bad teams have to do like really dumb stuff for them to beat them. Yeah. But then when they play like okay average opponents that that are probably you would think closer to their level, they kind of kick their ass. Yeah. Like like I like both of these teams. I think they're without question they clear cut like second tier level teams out of the four elite teams in the NFL this year. Yeah. And and I think they're a lot of fun. I don't know that I remember seeing two teams not be at the top or not be at the bottom that just look so much alike. I mean, you got a point. I mean, it's weird for them to be like in the middle but still almost identical in the way that they play football. We're going to learn a lot about the Panthers on on Thursday night. Well, yeah, but I mean cuz like the Chargers, they lost to uh to who the Rams and they've, uh, they've got two losses to and now the their now their losses are the two best losses in the yeah, NFL. And, and the Panthers lost to uh, what? Washington, Washington and uh, no, no, no. damn, who they? I don't even remember. It was early in the season. Though. Yeah, it was uh, the really, Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons. Falcons. It was early, real early. So anyway, next, last two. What the hell is going on in Houston? Is this like dark magic? Is this voodoo? I mean, they're close they, enough to New Orleans. They is need this to voodoo? be sending out gift baskets to every other coach in the league. I mean, literally every game they play, they don't look great. That, that and the other team just gives them the win. Yeah, we and, thought but, the Cowboys but, gave it to them. We thought the the Colts gave it to them. And this one, like Vance Joseph, not even playing for something better than a fifty-one yard field goal. We're just, doing we're doing this on Tuesday night. Why is Vance Joseph not fired right now? Why is he not the next coach gone? I have no idea. Right. I can't answer that. So so let me bring you a different scenario. Are we sure John Elway's just? He's not the problem. Do you, do you think maybe he's just, like, done? See, not the problem. He might be. So I have a philosophy. They they broke rule number one of great fandom and, and, and historic lore, okay, that, that teams just never, ever, 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 ever should do. So years ago, I had one of my best friends when the Cubs were, like, on the cusp of being great, but they were still pretty good. But they were going through coach after coach after coach. He's man, I wish they would hire Mark Grace because he's like working his way through the minors, putting in the time, and like everyone in Chicago loves him. And the first thing I said was stop. That's the worst decision you could ever do. Because right now, every time he comes to Chicago, he's a god. He's yeah. an absolute legend. If you hire him to be your manager and he fails and you have to fire him, 
that's the last thing you're going to remember. It's going to make him coming back to Chicago bad for the rest of time. The Knicks did it with uh, with Jackson. Yeah. Um, it, I just think these things never, ever, ever work out. You don't bring the hero back. You don't bring the hero back because to give him a job because all he can do is hurt his legacy yeah. at that place. Well, and, and that's part of the problem is that the Bronco fans, uh, the majority of them do not think that he's the problem. No. They think, oh, he, he made some bad decisions, but he brought us a Super Bowl. I, I don't know how many media people who are supposed to be unbiased and, and not get caught up in these things hold him accountable and make him not the problem. He won him a Super Bowl. He went out and got Peyton Manning. Congratulations. Yeah. What other quarterback have you put in here? What other team have you built? By the way, it, look at the coaches that you've had here. Look, look at look at those two Super Bowl teams that they had. Like one won it and one lost it. Can you imagine any other team going from like highest rated offensive team in the league in one season and losing the Super Bowl, and then the next season they're the highest rated defensive team with like a. a Pretty blah offense. Yeah, I and like I mean, it's that, that what they did there was insane. Yeah, so I don't know that we'll ever see that again. No, I don't, I don't think we will either. I I do think Elway's the problem, and sadly enough, I think it's going to hurt his legacy there. I don't think I think that he's been there long enough and been bad enough at it. When they finally do decide to say, "Hey, you might be the problem," I don't know that he'll ever be able to go back, and he'll always go back, and people. will be kind and nice and he'll be welcomed but it won't be the it won't be the worship no it and that's that's sad i'm very much against that so if you ever have an opportunity to do that just don't yeah just stay away from it lastly your steelers look really good they look like they've turned a corner what are they going to do with the Le'Veon bell situation because he's got to come back or, or he loses the year well, I, I don't know. So I I heard a report this week that because of his veteran status, he technically doesn't have to come back at all this year. Um, and if he doesn't, like he can still be a free agent. I, I completely disagree with that. I don't. But I, I'm, like I'm almost I, positive because I follow the story pretty closely. I'm almost positive that's not correct. I mean, if 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 they bring him back, I mean, yeah, you got to play him. Like, but how much? Like I don't think you take a whole lot of carries away from from Connor. I, I and I'm I'm shocked that he didn't come back in early enough to be able to be once he saw Connor was doing well to be traded. Uh, yeah. Because why would he not try to get one or two games under his belt and let teams say, okay, let's go get him, and and make a move at him or whatnot? It, it doesn't make any sense. Because why you, he didn't I come think back you could have got him. I think you could have got him for like a fourth or fifth round pick. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not like they're asking for a king's ransom because they know you're going to have to pay him on the back end. Yeah, they know that you're going to end up having to pay him a boatload of money. So like they're just so looking to get something. So this is something that Jason Lockenfora brought up today on the Tony Kornheiser show. I was listening to that. Interesting enough, the Steelers could technically, if he comes back and plays. So let's say he comes back and plays week ten through six. Okay. Okay. The franchise tag is you have to pay them 120% of their salary, right? Okay. You franchise tag them a second time, you pay them 140% of their salary, which is crazy, and nobody ever really does it. 
Except the Redskins. The legal standing for a salary is what a player has been paid. So if he shows up and plays week uh, 10 through 16 or 17, all right, and he, or he, get, he gets the six games in for the legal season, and he only makes $7 million, they could franchise tag him again next year for 140% of the $7 million, which is a bargain. Uh, yeah. Wow. So now he sits out two years, or he plays for a ham sandwich for what he truly is worth. <laughs> How insane would that be? And being like the legal, but like I like Le'Veon, I want to see him play. Being like the legal junkie that I am, I really want this to happen. Like I want them to say, "We're going to franchise tag you again," and technically, you only made seven million dollars last year, so. Here's ten million. Last year you could have signed for fourteen. Here's ten. Here's nine. Here's whatever one forty is of this. And congratulations. Curious. Like, are the Steelers petty enough to do it? Oh, I I would because you can't replace. You're talking about trying to win championships. While he might be pissed off, he realizes now they got me. I got to go play, and I got to go get my money for the next year deal, and 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 we're done. But that is interesting. I had not I, like. I don't think that, that anybody's ever really thought about that. That is Jason Lockenford. That dude. There's there's a reason I follow that guy and I listen to everything he said. That guy's really smart. He knows the league inside and out, and he talks to people that know this type of stuff. I mean, Ooh. that's that's crazy to even think about. Yeah, I will tell you this. That is a Belichick move. If there's ever, if you want to become the Patriots, you got to do moves like that because yeah. that's hardcore. Yeah, that's that's real. That's gonna that's hurt your feelings. Stuff. But that's how you get. That's, that's how, how you build get stuff talent. done. Yeah. So, all right. That the uh, that's, that's my it. recap, brother. All right. Uh, NFL recap week number nine. Finito. Overnight. Remember tunicatravel dot com and winningcureseverything dot com. <laughs> NFL week nine top five bottom five. This is our rankings. It's brought to you by Tunica Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books down there. You can check out all of them over at tunicatravel.com. Let's jump right into this bad boy. We're doing 32 through 28. Let's go on with 32. I think I think you finally convinced me. Had a boy. Listen. The Oakland Raiders are without a doubt the worst team in the NFL. It is not even close. A guy that has never sniffed the field, never been better than third string in the NFL for last year and this year. Uh, the guy that couldn't get a like a D1 offer. Yeah, D1 offer. And just, not a D one, but a, a power five. Power five yeah, how's that? Just just dropped three touchdowns and whipped your butt. Yeah, and and looked great, like perfect passer rating, kind of like that whole thing. Listen, Nick who, Mullins who says campaign ads don't work. Nick Mullins in San Francisco just just peed all over. I mean, it was bad. It was it was awful. All right, so the Raiders are awful. Uh, number thirty one. I got the Buffalo Bills right now. Oh, okay. I th- you think you you influenced me last week? They didn't play. But the last time they have played, they look really bad. I'm going with the Giants. See, now here's the thing. I finally they, moved them all the way down just because, God, they look They bad. lost by one touchdown to the Redskins. Yeah, but we – And, and they've, they've been a home close. game. I understand, but they have been really close okay. against – like and, and, yes, they are bad. Don't get me wrong. You they, don't have to sell me on awful. Bills. I got them uh, next. So. But the Bills are – yeah, the Bills are bad. The Giants are number 30 for me. Yeah, so we, like, we've got those just flipped a little. You remember – I've talked about this, though. I, like, I wonder if the Giants – like. 
I think they could lose to anybody, but like they keep it really close with some some, some fairly teams. decent teams. Some teams, uh, yeah, some teams. I mean, when you're a home dog, you're supposed to keep it close, though. Well, agreed. I mean, they were only a one point dog. Yeah, but they shouldn't have been. They should have been way more net, but they, they only lost by touchdown. I, I get so, that. So, uh, Giants number thirty. I got the Forty Niners at twenty nine. So I've got the Cardinals. I know that they've lost to the Giants or to the uh, the Forty Niners. Uh, they've beaten the 49ers both times they played them. I think this 49er team showed life. Well, they absolutely showed life, but I mean, you can't have the Cardinals lower than the 49ers when they beat the them Cardinals twice. Beat them twice. Twice. I know. I felt ridiculous doing it. Look, Nick Mullins might be the turning point. Like, what if he's it's the, entirely what if possible. he's the chosen one? Now, I, I'll tell you this: like the Cardinals, like. I'm reserving been, hope for the fact that Mullins might turn the season around. I have been preaching to you about how bad this Cardinals offensive line is, about how bad just no. the, the team itself is. Like, they are aging. They are. You know in, why I finally dropped them when I defended them all this time? I, they're just terrible to watch. It, yeah. You'd be great, be terrible. I've said this forever. I stole it from Colin Cowherd years they're ago. They're really you, bad to watch. You can be bad. You have to be at least entertaining. But, and, and even with Josh Rosen, they're just not entertaining. No. David so. Johnson, not her, like there's nothing fun about watching that. When the red zone goes to their games, I flip the channel to a single game. Yeah, like I'm, I'm just, I'm good. I don't need to see this highlight. It's okay. Yeah. All right. So you got the Cardinals 29. I got the 49ers. I got the Browns at 28. I got the Browns at 28 too. Okay. So I've, I've got the Cardinals at 27. You got the 49ers at 27. I mean, I, we're not ranking yeah. that. Yeah. If like, I if I was gonna go 27, I'd give the 49ers that spot. I reserve my right for Nick Mullins to maybe change our minds. Let me see Nick Mullins do it against the Giants this week. Because well, he's got two bad teams he's going to play. I know. But, but like, if he it, beats but, both of them the way he's supposed to, yeah. Damn. Yeah, then then you're looking at something. Get then, that man something. Then we'll see You know what happens Trade the rest Jimmy of the year. G. But yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe. All right. uh, number five. You got number five. This is where like, this it really is. Right, now, now I've, I have completely changed mine. I've completely changed mine as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. My five. I'm going with the Chargers. That's exactly that who I've got. My at Super five. Bowl. That was and my Super Bowl uh, AFC contender before the season now, started when I didn't really know what I was going to expect. Now this one came down to the Chargers, the Panthers, and the Steelers yeah, for me. That's it. The and Steelers that, are playing really well. That's right. the next. That's the list for the for the next tier. Well, the Vikings are there too, but but I I think the I need to see a little more from the Vikings. Chargers have. Have the two best wins, two best losses in the league. Yeah, and they're starting to beat teams up, like like they beat up the Browns, the Titans. They they took to the limit in London, and we thought you well, know but, maybe but the that Titans was a joke. are pretty good, but, but the Titans might be pretty good, and and they beat up Seattle on the road in Seattle. Now I know it's not the place it used to be, but hey, you let me let me tell you something real quick. Seattle is three and two away from home. Mm-hmm. They are one and two at home. Isn't that crazy? But now they played the Rams and the Chargers that's what at home. They, that was it. They've had some. They've had some stiff competition there. But let me tell you, kind of what I like about this Chargers team, because they don't have home field advantage. Them going to your place is it doesn't affect them at all. Yeah, it's the they same can, thing. They can go on the road and beat you. They can beat you in L.A. This, this is like matter. that Oilers team that played in Memphis years that's ago. Right. Like where it, it it was almost better to play away from home. It was all it was all the other fans that would come to Memphis to watch them. Yeah, number uh, four. I got the Chiefs at number four. I got my Patriots at number four. Really? I know, right? I, I, I they beat the Chiefs. 
if I'm going to give the Chargers credit for the two best losses, the Patriots have the two worst losses in the league right now. Yeah, like, but that like was the 49ers, early. The 49ers, I, I get that. I get that. But I'm comparing them to the Chiefs, the Rams, and the Saints. Okay? And because you're in comparison with those guys, we're getting down to splitting hairs. And the splitting of the hairs is you, these guys don't have losses that look like that. Look, to me, the Patriots have won six straight. They beat the Chiefs Correct. straight up. Straight up. Um, so I've got the Patriots at number three. Okay. And, and and I've got the Chiefs at number three. All right, so we, we just flip-flopped yeah, we those. Yeah, we flip-flopped those two. And it, it was hard for me to do, but I felt like I gotta, I'm got to. i not biased about this. I'm, I'm really trying to be honest here. And I can't forgive – you know the, the Jacksonville one I can forgive because that was their Super Bowl? Yeah. I can't forgive that Lions loss. That was, it was pretty bad. And that's back-to-back weeks, too. Yeah, I mean, but, they, you know, Matt Patricia. Now, I like think it, we got the same one and two, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm smelling it right. Uh, I got the, the Rams at two. The Rams have been number one all season. I have the Rams at two. Well, it, it, Saints have won eight straight. Seven straight. Seven straight? They've only got eight wins. Oh, that's – no, but they lost the first game of the year. Yeah. So they've got eight wins. Seven. I think they only got seven. I think they had a bye week already. Maybe they, oh they did they did they did okay yeah yeah so either way seven straight wins is seven still straight. like a, a big deal right no no it's a huge deal um and the Rams had won eight straight before they went to New Orleans and they put up a hell of a fight no, great game but great and, game and it was definitely a we'll, fantastic we'll game see that game. we saw we thought the same how great was the schedule this year that we got Chiefs Patriots early and we're getting Rams Saints early we're gonna see those two matchups again in championship form oh I, I we really believe are. that I believe that a hundred percent. Uh, so yeah, Saints number one. I moved the Rams Saints from two. four to one. That's I did the same thing. It, there was parts of that game where they handled handled the Rams. That's I I moved the Patriots up to three because one they look way better. Oh yeah, with, way better right now with than, a complete shell of themselves on offense. Yeah, um, but they they're missing maybe and, and their the Chiefs, two best offensive players. The Chiefs' defense is just awful. They're, no, they're, okay. They're just I, bad. I will tell you, I almost took the Browns out of my bottom and, and put the 49ers in just because, man, they played the Chiefs pretty closely. If you turn any of those field goals into touchdowns, it's it's a ball game. Yeah. And and that – so I was, I was kind of proud of Cleveland, but the fact that you can't turn any of those in and Greg Williams is still your coach now, just, yeah. Bad. That's the way it goes. All right. right, that is our NFL Week 9 Top 5, Bottom 5. I am. NFL Week 10 Big Game Previews. And there ain't a whole lot of them this week. Nope. But we're still going to have our five, and we'll have some honorable mentions just for you to have something to watch. So, uh, it's brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Go over there, check out all their awesome sports books. They got Samstown, Hollywood, First Jackpot, The Fitz, Gold Strike, and The Horseshoe. Awesome stuff. You can find out more information on those over at tunicatravel.com. You can get our picks, our previews, all of our wonderful stuff, including our football picks contest over at winningcureseverything.com. Chris, I think the best game of the week is on Thursday. Man, you're probably right. The Panthers at the Steelers. The Steelers are a four-point favorite over under is 52. It's Thursday, 7.20 p.m. on Fox. Panthers have won four of the last five. They've covered three straight. The Steelers, four straight wins, four straight covers. How you feel about it? I'm interested to see how Cam plays in a game where I think he's going to have to score a lot. 
I don't. I don't think that the Panthers' defense is going to hold uh, this offense in, in Pittsburgh to 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 what they've been doing to these other teams. Pittsburgh is greatly different than the Redskins' offense, the Eagles' offense, the the the, the Ravens' offense that they've been playing yes. and able to beat up on. This is this is a different class here. Well, and even though they they were still giving up points, but yeah. This is the Steelers team is a whole lot different. Uh, James Conner looks fantastic right now. Uh, he is making it where they really don't miss Le'Veon Bell all that much, which no. is a little bit surprising. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I think this is absolutely the best game of the week. It's it's the two hottest teams in the league right now, uh, aside from maybe the Chargers and the Saints. Um, Patriots. Yeah, uh, yeah, Patriots. You got a couple of teams that are on six game winning streaks. Yeah. Um, the but the, these two, seven. these two have seemed to have found themselves. Oh, oh, completely agree. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see. We talked about this earlier in the in the in the the breakdown. What does Le'Veon do to this Steelers offense? Does it put a jolt in them and make them even more explosive, or, or does it mess up the chemistry? Does it? Yeah. Does it? Is it a locker room situation where you say? When he comes back, he says, "All right, I'm back." And you say, "Okay, we're going to pay you, and we're going to deactivate you." Yep. Just go sit over <laughs> go, there. Go home. Go home. You're getting paid. Go home. Go home. We don't. We don't want to mess up what we got going because we finally got it rolling, and we don't want to cut you so you can go play for somebody else. Yeah. We're just going to eat the me the this seven million dollars or whatever we owe you. <laughs> and now. then we might franchise you again for only ten million dollars. <laughs> I know that's so crazy. <laughs> so crazy. All right. Uh, so yeah, I think that's probably the best game Thursday night game on Fox. Uh, I mean that's that's a good matchup. That's it. It's a good matchup. Game number two, the this Saints. Is a, this is a good game too, though. Saints minus five at the Bengals. Over unders fifty four. Pretty high number, but totally expected here. Uh, Sunday noon on Fox. It the Saints have had huge wins the last like three weeks. That's right. At some at, point, at do they the come Raven, back down? Yeah. At the Ravens, at the Vikings, and then home for the Rams. And then you get to go to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a good team. They're not a great team. They're a good team. And, yeah, they're good. And yeah. and they get to come off a of bye week, I think. Since he's coming off a of bye? They didn't play last week. And uh, so, yeah, I think since he's coming and off a of bye. And so they had two weeks to prepare for you. I, I think this is going to be a fight for the Saints. I really do. I yeah. don't see the Saints going in and just whipping their butt. I don't, I don't I think, think so. I think they're due for kind of just like a ho-hum game. Happens to everybody. Yeah, they're yeah, a seven-game right. win streak, man. That's hard to do in the NFL. Very, very difficult to do. Uh, both teams are obviously going to put up points. Uh, it's too. We'll, we'll call the Bengals a high-powered oh, offense. No, they're, they're an offense, man. They can score. Like Joe Mixon is is I real. Mean, he's really good. Boyd and Green, good. And Dalton playing really well. Yeah, I so, mean it's it's a good. No, I, it's I good think that's a good team. offense. And so, and they'll put up points. I, if anything, I would probably bet the over fifty four. Yeah, I think obviously, because be, I uh, think all Saints games are going to be high overs, and I think it's going to be hard for them to not hit them. As the barstool guys say, life is too short to bet the under, so bet the over. Um, and man, that I mean, five points seems like a whole lot here. Like if I was going to bet the game, I might take the home team. No, if you told me I had to bet it. I would probably bet the Bengals. Also, I'm gonna stay away from. I'm that. staying away from it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna play it just because it's scary betting against Breeze and Kamara. And and we we did a whole breakdown. We spent a long time talking about them. Not one time did I mention uh, 
Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. That yeah. uh, just shame, shame on me. That's just it, inappropriate. It they, inappropriate. They got a lot of weapons. That guy's a monster, though. They got a lot of you, weapons. You don't forget him. So, game number three, the Patriots sitting at seven and two. They are six and a half point favorites over the four and four Titans. Over under is only forty six and a half. Coming to Tennessee, baby. It's in Nashville Sunday, twelve o'clock CBS. That's the nooner. Kind of upset. I'm not going to be there. Yeah, I, was, I mean, you saw the. You I was saw the planning on being there. My two trips to Boston. The wife said no. I can uh, I can understand that. Put the kibosh on it. So, um, do the Titans have a chance in this one? I think they do have a chance just because of the way they play. Um, there is reports that Sony Michelle is supposed to be back. The Patriots have a bye week after this game. I would not play Gronk or Michelle at all. If anybody is close to hurt, if you lose this game, it doesn't kill you. And I That's think it's going to be tough. But I don't even know that you can go – you 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 just beat Green Bay without them. Okay, and I don't know that Green Bay is a better team than Tennessee, but I think they got a better offense. But I, I do think that the Titans are. I mean, they we we've talked about this yeah, every week. They'll beat you up. They'll beat you up, so and I'm, they I don't, will. I don't they'll like drag idea. you into the mud. I don't like playing players that are not 100 percent healthy against a team that's kind of known for beating you up. Well, and a team that's that's hungry because like yeah. they they need wins to be able to stay with Houston. That's right. Because Houston's got what a six game winning streak right they're, now. They're one of the teams with six game winning streak. And so and they're I mean they're uh, a game and a half up on the Titans, right? Yeah. They they got so, a game up on everybody in that AFC South. Whew. Well, I mean the rest of the South is 3 and 5. Well, that's right. That's so right. like so Titans, just, Titans Titans got a game up on on the on. Jags and the Colts. They got to be able to hang with Houston in order to do that. I mean, you got to win your home games. It's just tough to do when it's the Patriots. That's right. So this uh, will be a fun game to watch. I, I think this is going to be a really entertaining game. I'm, I think stylistically very, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, because I don't know what the – the Patriots are the best at changing their game plan every week to match what the other team does. Yeah. And I don't know, A, who you take away for the Titans that they're really good about taking a player away. Like, I don't think that the Titans and have you, a guy that you just say – Lewis is probably who they're going to say, you're not going to beat us. They value his skill set more than probably anybody else's. But offensively, I don't really know how you attack Tennessee and put up a lot of points. See, I don't know either. Like, I, 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 I mean, I'm obviously not. I think so, I think Tom is gonna like he's, not Josh he, McDaniels. I'm not. I'm not Tom Brady. I don't have their brain. I think I think abilities. Tom Brady is is going to feel pressure in this game. Like I, I could a hundred percent see an, an interception or, or two oh, yeah. in this he's, one. Yeah, he's he's turning the ball over. Um, so you know, at that point, can Mariota in that offense convert, make plays? And I mean, they did against Dallas, but Dallas is a far cry from. What did from you the say Patriots. the over under was? Forty six and a half. Okay, uh, for some reason, my brain. I thought you said forty one. I was like, all right, there's no doubt both these teams are getting to the twenties. Now forty six and a half Ooh. makes it questionable. Yeah, that's that's tough. Because I mean, you're looking at. You know, twenty six to twenty, twenty four, twenty one. You're still hitting the under. Teams really haven't scored a lot on the Titans. No, uh, but and the teams Patriots really scored a lot on the Patriots. I was and the Patriots can play defense. They can lock it down too. Yeah, Man, uh, which is crazy game. because like early in the season they could not first, play defense. For first nothing. four games of the season, Ooh. man, it's so weird that Bill's just trying to fill this team out, and then after that he's like, "Let's All right, go, good, got it, got let's it, let's go." Uh, let's see, game number four. The Seahawks sitting at four and four at the Rams, who are eight and one. Rams are a ten point favorite at home. Over unders fifty one. It's Sunday three twenty five on CBS. Seahawks three and two on the road, only one and two at home. So they've uh, they've done a little bit better yep. on the road than at home. 
Uh, the question here is how do the Rams react to their first loss? That's right. Um, and I, I, I mean, I don't know that anybody would have the answer to that. I mean, they got I, enough I, veterans on the team that you would think that they'll be fine. I don't know that I have the answer for it. I know that this game is in my gambling picks. And well, I, then and I will I feel really strongly about it. Okay, okay. Well, we we can move off of that one. We don't have to. We can break it down a little bit if you want. No, nah, there's no sense in that. If you're wanting to break down, go listen to Chris's pick on the gambling right. picks video, uh, or or if you're listening on the podcast, the next segment. Just wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> the Cowboys at the Eagles is game number five. That's the Sunday night football game. This is one of the. The best games of the weekend. Yeah, because it's it's too blah. To, and, and here's what's funny. Like, you think the Cowboys are just like blah, they're done, they're out of it, whatever. Well, they're desperate. They're definitely desperate. They're three and five right now, but the Eagles are only four and four. That's it. No, they're not and, out of it. And, and th- this division is there to be had by anybody but the Giants. Well, and, and Washington, like, they are what, six and three right now? Yep. So. Yeah. And, and they look catchable. Uh, yeah, I mean, they play at uh, the Bucks this week. It's not one of my games of the week, but like... Washington is just destroyed with injuries. They lost yeah. four starters in that game last week against the, the Falcons. Two of them on the offensive line. I, I wonder, can they bounce back from that? They're at six wins. They might finish at six wins. Now, I could be wrong. You remember in my preseason predictions when I said they would go 5-11? and 11? Yeah. And I, I told you that this team gets hurt with injuries every single year, and you said you can't count on that. You can't count on that, man. But God, but it, it seems like you can with this team. I know. It's it's insane. It is it is really ridiculous. But uh, it, anyway, so back to Cowboys-Eagles. Uh, the Cowboys, like, Eagles are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is only 43. So, obviously, Vegas does not respect either one of them's offense. Uh, it's Sunday, 7, 20 p.m. on I NBC. I think it could be the Eagles' defense is just going to shut them down. Th- this Cowboys' that. offense does not need respect. They've shown up for one game at home where they put up 40 on somebody. They need to start bringing Conor McGregor back around, and apparently. That's, yeah, and, that's, and that is it. Other than that, they are not an offensive football team. They're not good at offense at all. Um, their defense can show up. I could see this being a lower scoring game. But, man, this Eagles team, they're coming off a of bye week. They they got this – is, this is put up or shut up time for them, right? Yeah. Like, this is their opportunity to say, we're going to take this division over. And if they don't, do, if they don't win this game – when are they gonna do it? And that's a good question. That's I mean at, at this point, like if if the Cowboys lose, they're three and six, yeah. and they're pretty much out of it. So once you're out of it, like Jerry Jones did say the other night, like he's not gonna make a coaching change in the middle of the year. But but the, but then Monday night happened. But well, no, no, no. This was after Monday night. So I don't know. Like I, I mean. Wording it that way, does that tell Jason Garrett you're fired at the end of the year? So, if that's the case, why is he trying? Or if that's the case, like, do you just go balls out? No, God, no. I think I'm gonna. I know I'm getting fired. So let me just let me go balls out and work really hard for this guy that's gonna can me at the end of the year. Are you crazy? I mean, like, they're gonna look at this as I'm not canned yet. I'm gonna try and do everything I can. Like. If we're losing the way that I'm coaching anyway, why don't we just throw everything we got? Well, he doesn't coach. That's the problem. Is he's yeah. the facilitator. He's the, what'd you call him? Yeah, the clapper. That's what Mike Lombardi has stole that from Mike Lombardi. He is, there you he go. is the clapper, and he just encourages the other coaches to do really good. Yeah, this this team went down the tubes when, uh, when they lost Derek Dooley. They, <laughs> I mean, they really did. I mean, they've got Jason Garrett there to, to be a cheerleader. He just 
gets the other coaches to be better. They lose this game. You are only two games away. Oh, from, from getting your under. Yeah, from cashing my ticket. Yeah, that's right. Believe that. I'm getting close. Oh, there's no doubt. They're not getting to nine wins. Like, no. I'm not going to lose that bet. No, they'd have to go, uh, what, six and one? Six and one the rest of the season. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I think, I think that ticket, which is a juicy ticket, too. God, it's big. Yeah, you got a lot of money on that one. Good a juice, lot of money. too. No juice. No juice. I got it even. I might Honorable mentions. On. No, no, no. You got even. I remember okay. that one. Yeah. Honorable mentions. Monday Night Football. Okay. Giants are one and seven. The 49ers are two and seven. Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins looks legit. Uh, are the Giants really this bad? How do we have the 49ers on a Thursday primetime spot and a Monday primetime spot in back to back weeks? How do we have the 49ers in prime, not the 49ers, the Giants in primetime like six times this year? At, at that, that I can't understand. Like, like, I understand. What, what this is their third time this season to be on primetime. I understand what are we doing? between them and the Cowboys. I can get it, right? I understand. I don't like, get it. Well, no, it's it's they like won a, two games last year. Well, they they were thinking. I that, know. I thought they were going to yeah, win you twelve thought, games this year. Yeah, you had them. You had them eleven or yeah, twelve wins. I've been, I've been wrong before it happens. And they they did the same thing. But I don't get before paid the to season. make a schedule though, man. That's ridiculous. They, so they they're thinking. All right, we need the biggest brand in the biggest city in the world. But I see. But that's where I disagree. The NFL carries itself. Agreed. I'm telling you. If you put the Panthers and the Chargers on Monday Night Football, people are going to watch. <laughs> we agree. It's still the biggest draw there is. Just don't put the Cardinals on it, and you're fine. But but I will tell you this: like if you've got the Bucks when they're playing as bad as they are, and no, see, I disagree. Any other the Bucks put up points, people will watch them. I agreed. But if they are terrible, like the Giants are. Like at least with the Giants, you've still got like a New York base. Right? You got a New York base for the first half until they start getting beat, and then all of them turn the channels off and break their TVs. Yeah, now you're right about so that. So congratulations, you got half a game of ratings. But if you just put two decent teams, not even two good teams, two decent teams against each other, you're fine. Any one of these three games probably would have been better for Monday night. Uh, Lions at the Bears. The Bears are a seven point favorite. I, I would watch that. I'd watch it too. Divisional game. Lions are three and five. Bears are five and three. The Bears are standing alone atop the A or the uh, NFC North. Uh, they win this one. I mean, they are even more standing yeah, alone. The, got, the Vikings are right there. The five, three, and one. But uh, the Vikings will have a bye week, so they won't be able to catch a game. So the Bears can take a, a bigger lead. You got that right. Half point, half game. Uh, Next one up, Jags at the Colts. I'm I'm actually interested in this game. I As almost, you should be. I almost bet on it. This is bad football, but the Colts minus three. Uh they're three and five. The Jags are three and five. The loser hits the seller. Like they're right. both in the cellar right now. They're both DFL. But, but whoever in, in whoever wins this South. game, uh look at this. I mean, if the Titans lose to the Patriots, the winner of this game is second then tied in second place. Second place. Congratulations. That's that's all I'm saying. And then uh finally last one, Dolphins at the Packers. Dolphins are quietly five and four. Uh the Packers are three, four, and one. You and the Packers the, You see the line on this game? Packers are ten point favorites. It's the Aaron Rodgers effect. It's just crazy. I just I I can't I don't understand it. Doesn't make any sense to me. Dolphins are pretty good, even with Brock Osweiler. I mean they're not terrible. Um, Play good defense. They run the ball. He's yeah. he's being safe with the football. They limit possessions. Adam right. Gase knows he, he's a good coach. That's right. Keep, keep Aaron Rodgers on the field, on the sidelines. 
How, how would you feel about Adam Gase with Green Bay? I think he's a good coach. No, I, I do. Think I think he's, he do better I than do, Mike McCarthy. I think he is better than Mike McCarthy, but I think he's a really good coach. Think about the quarterbacks that that man has had. I do wonder. Jake Cutler last year, like the years of and he's still up able to win games Tannen, that just Tannenhill. Make no now, sense. Now he's got Brock Osweiler. Come on, dude. This guy is, and he he wins. He comes in second place in the AFC East every year. I I might would look at. I might put a little money on the money uh, the money line here. Woo! Hit it with the money. I love money line underdogs. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it, it, especially if you're a ten point underdog. That's a big. Number. That's gonna be like plus three hundred. Like that could be huge, man. You're, that, you're taking a team that has a better record and is and is probably outside of the quarterback position better at every other part of the football. Every yeah. other part of the game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you, I, you get them. It's. I, I might look at that. I guess you can see the lean that we're both probably. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I I don't have it in my gambling picks, but what? talking about you gonna bet money line on them, but you won't bet them in your gambling picks plus ten. No, because they, they scare me. Okay, Osweiler scares me to death. Oh no, it's <laughs> we, betting big dogs is not easy. It's not supposed to be no, easy. but that it ain't gonna be one of my official picks. I'll tell you that. All right, all right, I that's gonna wrap you. up our NFL big game previews for week number ten. Don't forget tunicatravel dot com for all of your sports book information down in tunica mississippi and all of our picks previews and the football picks contest over at winningcureseverything.com nfl week 10 gambling picks brought to you by tunica mississippi the south's premier sports gambling destination they got six awesome sports books down there fitz casino first jackpot samstown hollywood horseshoe gold strike I mean, they got some awesome stuff down there. Go check it out. There's more information over at tunicatravel.com. You can find our stuff over there. You can find more information about all the sports books. It is fantastic. You can also go to winningcureseverything.com for all of our picks, our previews, just fun stuff. We got fun stuff. Our podcasts, our YouTube videos, all that stuff over at winningcureseverything.com. You can also find our picks contest. Last week, Lee B., from Madison, Alabama, went eight and two. He won the tiebreaker. He got two nights at Samstown Casino for free. He got two free buffets over at Fitz Casino. Dude is rolling. He will be coming to Tunica sooner than later. Hopefully, we can join him. Hopefully, we can join all of you. Everybody Amen. needs to be in this pick'em contest. Go fill out your sheets. Last week, pretty good week. Last week was a pretty good week. Pretty good week. I went four and one in my NFL picks. Pretty good for you, man. You've been struggling in the NFL. I've been struggling. It got me back to even, so I'm 22, oh, 22, you, and you one. Did great. You did awesome. You, however, five and zero. And I will tell you this. This was uh, last week was like the worst week on record. Vegas has ever had. Yeah. Yep. It was really bad. So if we didn't do good this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't <laughs> I mean, we don't need to be here. Ridiculous. We don't need to be here. Uh but but you went five and zero, undefeated re uh I can't talk. Undefeated week. Made some money this week. You are now twenty six, sixteen, and three in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That is a fantastic record. Let's jump into this week's games. You got the game number one. Game number one. I'm taking the Chargers. I'm laying all ten of those points to the Raiders. You got it at ten. I got it at ten. Just before we came on. Okay. What did you get it at? I got it at nine and a half yesterday. Okay. Well, I got it at 10. The Raiders are complete garbage. Four straight losses, four straight against the spread losses. Chargers are rolling right now. They're beating up teams. They're looking good. 
with or without Melvin Gordon doesn't matter. Uh, the Raiders are bad. Raiders are really, really, really bad. And 10 points is not near enough here. Nope. Nope. Uh, what you ten, got game number 10 two? points insinuates that you are going to kick a field goal to make it a round game like that. With that field goal kicker, just go for it. Just keep going for it. <laughs> My next game, I'm going to continue to do what has made me a lot of money this year. Okay. I'm going to bet against the Clapper. I'm going to bet against Dallas. Adding Amari Cooper doesn't help anything. It probably moves lines in, in Dallas's favor, so you go against it. I'm taking the Eagles at home, laying the six and a half. That's I think a the, lot of points. Isn't I think it? the Eagles are going to. I think they're. I think they can win by a touchdown. I think they win by a touchdown. Okay. There is a there is potential for them to just beat their tail. I can understand that. I can. Uh, I can definitely understand that. All right, game number two for me. I've got the Falcons minus four at your Cleveland Browns. The Falcons have Probably been rolling here. Bet. Falcons got three straight wins. They need this win to get above 500. The Browns have four straight losses. They're two and four against the spread the last six. I love the Falcons here. They, they've got this offense thing figured out. They're putting up points. They hammered the Redskins last week. And normally you'd feel like a, a comeback, yeah. you know, come back to the meet. It, it, not against the Browns. The Browns right. are are really really bad right now, and Greg Williams is going to have no idea yeah. what to do with this offense. I'm, I'm I'm staying away. It's my team, but bet against them last week, but that was too easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, but next, I think the Rams are going to rebound, and I think they're going to come back with a vengeance. This is the first game that they've lost, and and they are a team that if they get up on you, they will drive it down your throat. And I think I, I think Seattle's been playing well. I, I think they they've been playing better uh, than uh, away from Seattle. Sorry, than they, than they, they actually have got been at like home. a little bit of a running game too. I, I don't know that that matters. I, I don't think it does. I don't want to be on the other side of Sean McVay and 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 that defense and Todd Gurley when they are pissed off and coming off a loss. Especially a loss where they gave up 45 points. Right. And I, this was not like manufactured short field points. This was like Drew Brees drove down your ass. That's right. I like Russell Westbrook. Oh, I'm doing that. I do it all the time. I like <laughs> Russell Wilson. If you've been watching forever, you you know the routine. That's It's not a shtick. It's just I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> you you don't. He, he's, he's far cry from Drew Brees. Seattle's not putting up 40 points. The, the Rams reasonable. the Rams very well might. Game number four for me. Or no, sorry, three for me. Three Is that three? Yeah, three. That was my third. Uh, let's see. Game number three for me. You're not going to like this one. Okay. The Redskins plus three oh, at the Bucks. I'm not, I'm not disliking it. I just. Sunday noon on Fox, the Bucks are one and six against the spread in their last seven. The Redskins still four and two against the spread in their last six. I think the Redskins slow down this offense. I think they're still going to be able to run the football. And I know the offensive line is, is crap right now. It's rough. But, man, I think the Bucks are really bad on I mean, defense. if you're in shape at all and you're kind of a big dude, you should probably go to Washington. You you might get picked up. And you might be able to be successful against this Tampa Bay Bucks defense. Yeah, you might. You might. So, Bucks defense is bad. That's, that's what I'm banking on is that Alex Smith is still going to be all right. He is a competent, capable quarterback. And and against the defense that has no – they look completely lost out there. So, with them looking lost, I'm going with the underdog on the road. Give me the skins plus three. I don't I don't dislike that pick. I actually – I like it a lot. I'm, I'm really scared of what 
the skins are going to look like with all of these injuries. That That's something that actually scares me. I, now, I, I can totally understand it. In saying that, we broke this down a little bit in the preview. Give me the Dolphins plus 10 against the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I, I think the Dolphins are a better football team than Packers. Okay. I think aside from the quarterback. Now, the quarterback play is not measurable. Brock Osweiler, Aaron Rodgers. Like, like, they're not even playing the same game. Every other part of the game, I think the Dolphins are better than them. So, I'm not saying the Dolphins are going to win this game. Ten points is a lot in the NFL to lay. I don't know that the Packers – they're a three-win football team, man. Yeah. I, I I just don't see why they get that much respect. I I haven't understood it either. So I'm um, taking all of those points, and and I might lose, but but I think I'm on the right side of where you're supposed to be in this game. That uh that makes sense. That makes sense. Game number uh, four for me. I'm gonna do it again. Okay. What'd you do? Jags at the Colts. I'm taking the Colts minus three. Okay. That's two bad football teams. Sunday it's twelve noon CBS. Look, the Jags are 0-4 against the spread. I said it before. Like, they are a dumpster fire right now. And when you find somebody that is bad, you bet against them every week until they buck you. Four straight losses. Four straight spread losses. Colts have got two straight covers and uh, two straight wins. They have put up 21-plus points on everybody but Philly. They're at home. They're feeling good about themselves. I think three points is way too little right here. I still don't think the Jags have got this figured out. It, Blake Bortles makes one mistake, everything goes to crap. That's right. And you get the best quarterback in the game. Mm-hmm. So, my last pick, this one, you got to kind of hold your nose with a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills plus oh seven and a half. Oh my God! Wait, plus what? <laughs> seven and a half. God. I don't How think is that, that not the, a double digit line. I don't think that the because Sam Darnold will turn the football over a lot. Yeah, he will. A lot. I think the Bills are going to keep this thing close. Now they're bad. They're really bad. The Jets have been really bad too though, man. I don't know that the Jets should be 7 point favorite over anybody. I mean, you might be right, but like I mean, I don't know that they should be 7 point favorite they, over the Raiders. They have uh they have demolished some teams, but they have no, not no, looked no, no, good no, as No, they haven't. Way. They demolished the the Lions week 1. Uh, they also beat the absolute dog piss out of the uh, Broncos. Oh, yeah, I forgot about 34 that. 34 to 16. Like, they, they have some games where they really oh. turn it on. So, Look, with with Peterman and this defense ain't but, bad. But here's the deal. They I went ain't out trying got, to talk like, you out of it. I think they got Mar- Matt Bartlick. And, like, he didn't start last week because he uh, he didn't know the playbook. That's fine. I think I would have started him over Peterman without knowing the playbook. It's fine. I think he's going to play this week. Yeah, that could be interesting. Okay, I mean, you you might be look, on the right know, side look, here. It's, it's scary. Look, it, you can't say I'm betting on the Bills and but have like anybody take on the, like, respect for it. It's like me betting on the Colts against the Jags. No, like, no, but you're betting against a bad team. I, the team you're betting with has got Andrew Luck as your quarterback. Well, and, okay? and they're looking better. I, there's a potential that I got Nate Peterman as mine, all right? <laughs> just, I, I know that's bad. Look, I've pissed away money on – I don't know that it's dumber, but it's this is pretty dumb. That's, but it's my pick, damn it. My last pick – the Lions at the Bears. Taking the Bears, minus six and a half. Another nooner, Sunday on Fox. Lions covered five straight before they lost their last two. Their offense has disappeared. That is not a good thing when you were going up against this Bears defense. Nope. The Bears have covered two straight. They are putting up points now. 
Like they are finding the end zone. Trubisky is still not great, but he is serviceable, he and is I think a, he is a capable quarterback. He is very capable. They have got they've got a lot of talent. So, and I, I like this Bears team. I think they uh, I think they will seize an opportunity here, and I'm getting them for less than a touchdown. I think the Lions are really bad right now. My my problem with my my Bills pick is I had too many favorites, and I don't bet favorites ever. Yeah, and. And I, just I mean, I got four favorites this week, but I'm betting against my, bad teams. I couldn't talk myself into any of the other dogs. That's like, it, because scared, they're all bad teams. That's right. I'm, I'm scared of. I'm scared of Washington. I, I, I Smartest almost, thing you can do as a gambler is bet against bad football teams. I almost bet on the Giants. I was like, no, I'd rather. I'd rather take McDermott and the Bills and that defense against a quarterback that's going to turn the ball over all day long than take my chances with this Giants team. I could definitely understand, especially since we don't know what Nick Mullins is, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, if, I, if Mullins is great. We're going to recap him? Sure. I got Falcons minus four at the Browns. I got the Skins plus three at the Bucks. I got the Colts minus three at home against the Jaguars. I got the Bears minus six and a half at home against the Lions. I got the Chargers minus nine and a half at the Raiders. I got the Chargers minus 10 at the Raiders. I got the Rams minus 10 at uh, against the Seahawks. I got the Eagles minus six and a half against the Cowboys got the bills plus seven and a half at the chats and i've got the <laughs> dolphins plus 10 at the packers all right that's gonna wrap up this week's uh it's week 10 nfl gambling picks don't forget go into the contest over at winningcureseverything.com go to tunicatravel.com figure out uh, how you need to go place your wagers because we gave you everything you need to know to be a winner going down to tunica they got six awesome sports books tunicatravel.com has got all the information i think this is gonna wrap it up <laughs> College football week 11 big game previews brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six awesome sports books down there. They got the Fitz Casino, Hollywood, Samstown, First Jackpot, Horseshoe, Gold Strike. All the information that you need on all of those is over at tunicatravel.com. You can also go over to winningcureseverything.com. You can get in our picks contest there. You can also check out our picks and previews and everything else. Uh, we got awesome videos, we got podcasts, we got everything you're going to need if you're a football fan. So go check that thing out. Man, let's jump on in. Game on. number one. You ready? Yeah. We going to game day? We going to game day. Game day. Going to my team. Clemson Tigers. Minus 18. I've planted my flag in Boston. That's my town now. Minus 18 at the Boston College Golden Eagles. That number's gone up since we've... Uh, is it 20 now? It was 20 right before I started the podcast. I like that. 20. 20, 20. We right, so on we'll, Tuesday night. Okay. It's 20. So, Clemson minus 20. That is bonkers. I don't have the over-under. But that's okay. Saturday at 7 p.m. ABC. It's in Chestnut Hill. Whew. Uh, this may be the last chance that anybody has to, to be, beat to be Clemson. Clemson. That's right. Um, I mean, maybe before South Carolina. Like it, nah, South Carolina ain't doing it this year. I mean, year. I like South Carolina a lot. I, but they, I don't they ain't beating they this Clemson. They don't have the dogs. They uh, just don't have the boys. Boston College, however, they've got the they got the quarterback. They got the running back. They got a good offensive line. They got a good defensive line. Do they have a good enough of any one of those to be able to keep this thing close? I don't know. Clemson's look like world beaters. That's and 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 they've been wrecking wrecking teams. But they've, but they've been wrecking been really wrecking bad teams. Bad teams, though, yeah. man. Like. Like, I don't think NC State's a good football team. That's the only one that you can look at their record and say, well, NC State's not a bad team. 
I think Clemson's a good team. I think Clemson's on par. I'm not Clemson. Sorry. Clemson's obviously a great team. <laughs> I think Boston College is a good team. They're on par with Syracuse. Syracuse went into your house at Clemson and gave you all you wanted. Now, obviously, Kelly Bryant had just transferred. No, no, Trevor no, Lawrence no. goes out with an injury. They're playing a third string. You know, true freshman. You're right. It, like, there, there was a lot okay. going on there. But but Syracuse, like, manned up with them. That's right. Like, Offensively, went, Syracuse whenever, scored. They had no problem scoring on that great vaunted defense. Well, it, it, well, I mean, they only scored 23 points. But even still, like, they did score on them. We're not all Alabama game. We, we don't all hang 70 on everybody. Would, uh, okay, agreed. 23 I'm, points is kind of a lot of points. It's it's pretty good, yeah. It's Against good. what's supposed to be the first or second best defense in the country, 23 points a lot. And that's – I wonder about Boston College. Like, will they be able to put up enough points? Like, against somebody like Syracuse, even if you got your third-string quarterback in, you're supposed to be able to come in and dominate that game. That's right. Like, you just start handing it off. And that's what they did. Travis Etienne had over 200 yards rushing. He had a couple touchdowns. Like, that's that's what they did, but they didn't dominate it enough. That defense didn't stop them enough. What do you do here? That like, was at the, home. So that was that was when everything was comfortable and everything's going your way and the weather well, and, was great. And I'll tell you this, Clemson is actually a little bit worse at home than they are on the road. Like they cover a lot of these big time spreads. I, I think on the that's road. because of who they play on the road. I mean it yeah, it had something to do with it, but like I mean if you play the really bad teams when on the road played and you these, play the tougher teams at home. Then, when they've played these big time games on the road, they have often looked a lot better. Right? Well, they didn't look a lot better last year when they played Syracuse on the road. Well, no. Okay. Kelly Bryant, they're not. Yeah, Kelly Bryant got hurt in that game again. Like it, it, Syracuse has benefited from some some crazy injuries. Uh, but that was like a Thursday night game on the road, short okay. week, just blah. Like they didn't show up. I think Clemson might show up for this one. I'm not and saying it, they're not going to show up, and it terrifies me because I could totally see them coming out and like putting up 45 and giving up like 14. Oh yeah, that's that's on the table as a possibility of what could happen. But no, there's no there's no doubt on that. That's that's a possibility. It is entirely possible. I mean, it's but, a possibility that that Boston College plays this to a stalemate and says, "Hey, last man with the ball wins." And I could to my gambling picks. To my gambling picks. Is it really? Yeah, <laughs> you know it is. You know it's got to be in my gambling picks. All right, all right. Game number two, Mississippi State at Alabama. Now, this wouldn't look like a big game. This is not a big game. But as far as ranked matchups go, okay. Like they're, Alabama's they're number in the top one. 25. And well, no, Mississippi State will be like number 13 this week. Number 13, 14, 15, something like that. Okay. Whenever it all comes out. Um, but they're going to be up there. I mean, they were 18 last week with three losses. With three losses. Okay. Uh, but I mean, it, I know the how rest, many teams don't have I, three I, losses. I know that, I know that you fall like there's a big gap. Mississippi State's a good team. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from Mississippi State. There's just a difference in Alabama and everybody else, and it's not close. I do agree with that. And I do wonder what close. the mainly like. Obviously, these previews we talk gambling, right? And so, Alabama a 26 point favorite. It's a 2:30 game. It's the CBS game, Bryant Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa. 26 seems like it might be a lot. Well, I mean, if Vegas got the number right, then yeah, some of these games that aren't good games we could talk about. Yeah. Um, but 26, like that's about four touchdowns. And since Alabama can't make extra points, you know, you got to you gotta account for them not making two extra points. That's right. So, so you're talking four touchdowns and two missed PATs. Can State score on this Bama team? 
I wonder how much the LSU game took out of Alabama. I don't think it took anything out of them defensively. I don't, I don't think, think those did. defensive players worked at all. I think they worked. I think it just wasn't. We watched different games. No, no, no. no. I mean, they, they worked because like. Four guys in the backfield at the snap of the ball. <laughs> I mean, that's if, if that's work, two of them came untouched because the offensive line couldn't block anybody. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, okay. I'm not. I mean, obviously, they did something. I, obviously mean, I, I'm not, I work at, and I, I don't do a lot at my job, but I mean, I call it work. Obviously, sure. I'm not going to bet on this one. What would the right play be if you're looking at it from, I, from I, an unbiased I, I, the, perspective? The, the right play is Bama because I don't know that Mississippi State can score. And while Mississippi State's defensive front is real good, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. You can't – it's it's the same offense in the sense that it's what the Chiefs run. And we talk about that. Their offensive line doesn't have to – Alabama's offensive line is very good. But it doesn't have to be great because he's going to throw the ball in less than two seconds anyway. So yeah. even if the offensive line was garbage or not even there, and you just had somebody snap him the ball and shotgun, he can get it out faster than you can run through air and get to him. So it doesn't, right. it doesn't matter how good their front four are. And their front four are going to all play on Sundays. Their front four are really good at Mississippi State. It it just does not matter. Yeah, their, their secondary is not where and, their strength is. And Alabama's defense is going up against a one-dimensional offense. LSU's not a good offense. Not a good one, but we weren't one-dimensional. Mississippi State is one-dimensional. They can only run the football, and they won't do that. Yeah, they, they may not be able to do that against this Alabama front. Sadly, that's just what it's going to be. This is, to me, the most uh, exciting game of the day, game number three. Ohio State minus four at Michigan State. It's Saturday, 11 a.m. ESPN. It's in Spartan Stadium in East Lansing. Uh, I was going to tell you this in my gambling picks. Okay. Is this in yours? Nope. Okay. Um, I disagree with the most exciting game. Our our boys from Northwestern and Iowa might have something to say about that game. That's kind of a fun game. But I like Big Ten football. I like – No, no, no. Look, I'm totally with you on that. I just – I don't know. Iowa coming off two straight losses. You know, Northwestern's five and four. But we'll we'll get – it's in the The, honorable mentions. The winner of that is going to probably – Probably play for the. Well, no, because Iowa has three conference losses. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so it didn't even matter. So I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. It's okay. uh, this one. Maybe not. I'm Ohio right. State, Michigan State. Michigan State has been playing a lot better here recently. Correct. A whole lot better. Uh, Ohio State, like this is two teams kind of headed in different directions here. Can Mississippi State? A uh, Mich- Mississippi State. Can Michigan State's defense slow down Ohio State? I mean, they slowed down Purdue. Yeah, no. Ooh, okay. So, I mean, they held Purdue to 13 points. Uh, I think they might be able to get some turnovers here. You know, it's it's 11 a.m. And I don't trust on, Ohio State's defense at all, right? Like, we, we both kind of agree with that. Uh, we totally agree with that. Okay. We it, it, Like, Michigan State will be able to run the football. Yep. They're not a great offensive football team, but, but like, here's, this is not here's a good a defense or plan. So, Michigan State is somewhat like the Patriots, and, and hear me out here. Because depending on the week, like whatever their strength is against your team, they are going to do that over and over and over. That's right? right. If they find something that works, most college coaches think, and most coaches in general, not just college coaches, they think, "Well, I've got to, I've got to call the whole playbook." Yeah, and and, and you're right. And if and Bill, Michigan if, State does, if Bill says, "I've got this one play, and we get six yards every time we do it," 
He'll run that one play nine times. Yeah. Ten times. So, Twenty times. And, and D'Antonio. D'Antonio's is, kind of – you're right. That, so, that, that's, so that's how they're similar. Okay. Um, now, it, it, the the explanation for this or the reasoning behind it, like against Purdue, they ran for like 100 yards, but they passed for like 350, right? Damn. Well, last week against Maryland, they passed for 89 yards and run for like 260 yeah, they something. they didn't have to. They, they just didn't, controlled the game. And yeah. So, so at this point, like they will find what Ohio State's weakness is and completely exploit it. Well, on defense, our weakness is a lot, and that's that's the thing, right? If Michigan State can keep Ohio State's offense off the field, yep. then Smart, we got smartest, a ball game. Smartest thing to do. So, uh, so yeah, that was in my gambling picks. Go watch the college football gambling uh, picks for week number State, eleven. If for them to win, which they're the better team, they're the favorite. They, they've team. got more talent. They, for they're sure. far more talent. Like they. They just need to not make mistakes on offense and come up with some defensive stops. I'll, I'll tell you this. they my, got five stars all over that defense. How the hell they can't stop anybody, I don't know. My numbers have this, and this will give you a little bit of an idea of where I'm going. My numbers have this as Ohio State minus .2. Okay. So, and Vegas has them a four-point favorite. Four, four. On the road, 11 a.m., Spartan Stadium. Huh. Uh, number four. Auburn at Georgia. Georgia, a 14-and-a-half point favorite at home. Saturday, 6 p.m. ESPN, Sanford Stadium in Athens, Georgia. It is a night game. Georgia is feeling good about themselves, coming off of a big win in Lexington, Kentucky. Eh. Okay. Is there anything we can say about I mean, Auburn has looked all right the last two games. Auburn has looked way better than they have from week three to, like, Week two weeks ago, seven or eight. Yeah, you know, like it. Like in, week, in week, week nine one, and ten, like they week good. one, two, three. Like they look like top four or five team in the country. Does the does the comeback win over a And M because they got? I mean, they were. I'm not gonna say dominated. No, they were. No, like, they were down a lot, but they they were with a And M that whole game. I think that yeah. was a good game. They they were down for most of the ball game. They finally took the lead with like two minutes left. Does that kind of propel them here? against a team that just embarrassed them in the SEC championship game, but that they embarrassed at home earlier than that. This is a rivalry game, and we will see do rivalry games really – does the schedule – does the schedule – does the record not matter? Everyone always says all these things like, doesn't matter. (laughs) Throw out the record. Throw out the record. Throw out, you know – who who's the better team on the field, whatever. This game matters, and so everybody shows up for yada, yada. We'll kind of see if that's the case or not with yeah. with Auburn. Now if we'll Auburn say this: like if people talk about uh, Georgia, like ah, they're just not as they're not as tough on the lines. Like yeah, we'll find out because Auburn has got some good line play. Yeah, I don't know that they're not as tough on the lines. I mean, I, I think their only loss they played a team that's pretty tough defensively on the line. Yeah, and I and mean, another problem was like it, with Georgia against LSU, they did not stick to the run. Right? No, they didn't. No, they didn't at all. Like you admitted as much. Yeah. Like, why would you not handle well, the whole did. field every well, they, time? They, they they ran it with Swift a lot, and LSU had no problem tackling Swift. Yeah, Holyfield touched the ball eight times. He got eight yards every time he touched the ball. Eight times he finished sixty four yards. I just I was and it ter- wasn't like it was one forty some yard run. I was and- I was terrified every time he touched the ball, and I never understood why Kirby just doesn't give him the ball more. And like I still last, don't. I still week, don't know that against Kentucky oh, last did. week. I mean, they, he handed it to both of them. That's right. They a shared bunch, it. Bunch. That's right. Ran for three hundred thirty-one yards. Swift is a great running back, but he just wasn't beating LSU. Yeah, 
You need um, somebody with power to do that. I am, I am curious about that. I mean, it's the Saturday night game on ESPN. I don't know that Auburn has the LSU power, though. I think Swift could run all over him just like Holyfield can. I think I think you might be right. I'm 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 I'm, exci- I'm I'm very excited to watch this game. Yeah, I'm I'm curious, and it might be over by halftime. And if it is, I'll, right. we'll flip we'll it back over to Clemson Boston find, College. Find another game. Uh, game number five. I figure you're gonna like this one. Okay, it's a Friday night game. Oh yeah, I'm gonna like this. Fresno one. State minus three at Boise State Friday. It's nine fifteen p.m. Late game. ESPN two, Albertson Stadium in Boise, Idaho. Look, Fresno, this could be a great game. This is good. It, now, this one is in my gambling picks. Yeah, no, um, I'm not betting on this one. I'm watching. But this, this will one. be a whole lot of fun to watch. Boise has not been as good as advertised Correct. this season. They but they've only got two losses. They're seven and two. One of them was to to a a, a Big Twelve football team on the road. Yeah. So uh, and the other one was to San Diego State. Yeah, and San Diego State's pretty good too. Pretty good team. Um, you know, I, Fresno State has been lights out. Absolutely, like Jeff Tedford. But you don't think there's any coming down to earth, or there's any? You're now not playing a pushover from the Mountain West like you normally do. This is another big boy in your conference. Uh, I'll say this: Fresno has covered like seven straight games. Okay, they are twenty and three against the spread in their last twenty three games. Like it doesn't matter who it is. Okay, it it doesn't matter. Um, not to, I mean they look they beat Boise. To end the regular season last year, and then they lost to them seventeen to fourteen in the championship game the very next week. So, technically, this would be the revenge spot, I guess. Like Boise got revenge for the regular season loss, and then when you it, play a whatever. team every year, it's hard to figure. It, and when you're playing them twice a year, it makes it even more that's, ridiculous. That's like right. Georgia and Auburn last year, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, like. This should be very entertaining because Fresno State is... Hold on, I got my Massey Composite rankings here. Fresno is number 16 in the country in the Massey Composite. They are efficient. They are excellent. They are well-coached. They got players. Uh, Their quarterback, you know, is a, a transfer from Oregon State, maybe? I think that's where he's from, like McCarrion or McCarrion. Whatever his name is. I can try to look that up before you finish. Either I'm, way. I'm, I might not be there, though. Um, no, nah, nah, you ain't going to worry about it. We'll, okay. we'll get off this one pretty quick. But either way, Fresno State has got a great football team. But Boise, at home, a lot of seniors on this team. I still hate, hate their coach, Brian Harson. I think he is awful. Like, he's just he, – I don't think he's a good coach. He's get. Because he's the Boise coach, he gets brought up for all did, these big how openings. Did not, how did I know this? Have we not? Yeah. We haven't had this conversation I, before. Yes, we have. Early oh. in the season. Early in the season. I might have missed because that. we were might talking. Not, I might not have been listening. We had talked back and forth about it because I bet against them at Troy because I liked Neil Brown more than I liked well, yeah. Brian Harson. Well, yeah, but okay, saying you like Neil Brown more than you like, you know, no, him, but I, I, I mean, I like Neil we Brown can go back and watch and double check it. But uh, and and obviously, if you're on YouTube, you can go back and watch this too. I'm, I like, never knew I, this hatred existed. I, I, it's not. It is not a personal hatred. Okay. It is. You have got. Well, it's okay to hate it. I mean, I do it in the group I, of five. I hate a lot of. Coaches. You have got the most resources of any coach in the group of five. And I mean, it, it is a town. It is a state. It is what that worships that football program, and he cannot figure out how to to consistently play well. 
Like, he can't consistently coach his players up. And, yes, I understand that, that playing to a Chris Peterson level is just impossible, right? Because what he a, did that's is... A, that's a lot to ask. But it, I'm telling you, man, like, this this team should be better than they are. I did, I did not know that this hate existed. Oh, it's, it's there. Wow. It's real. And, I mean, you're seeing what Jeff Tedford is doing with Fresno State. And Fresno State was complete garbage when they hired him. Garbage. Yeah. Like, I, I know there are co- coaches better than him. It's just one thing to hate. It's, it is my hatred of his coaching ability. Oh, you can hate him. Cause like, it, it's look, okay to hate, Gary. He's, he's okay. the guy. That, all right, so Hugh Freeze goes like 11-2 and two or whatever at Arkansas State. Okay. And then Gus Malzahn comes in behind him and goes like 10-2. and two. And then Brian Harson comes in, like because this is all in a three-year span. Harson comes in for a year and goes like 7-4, and 7-5, and five, and then gets the Boise State job. It's like, what? It, like, I, it, how do you – Parlay that, and, and I understand Harson was a Peterson guy, and he was at Boise State, blah, 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 blah. Either way, uh, Fresno minus three at Boise. That is going to be fun See, to watch. You don't have to watch the gambling picks if you want to know where Gary's going to bet. <laughs> I will assure you of this. You should still go watch the you gambling picks. You can still picks. watch it. We'll uh, give you some other picks. Let's jump into the honorable mentions real quick. There's some, there's some more interesting games. Uh, Thursday night game, Wake Forest at NC State, six thirty on ESPN. This, game. this uh, game is in my gambling picks. Okay, okay. Well, we'll go watch the gambling picks. Yeah. Next one up, Wisconsin at Penn State. Both teams have three losses. Whoever loses this has four losses on the year. That's big. Penn State's an eight-point favorite here. Uh, I just don't know what to make of Wisconsin, man. This game's in my gambling picks too. All right, Texas at Texas Tech. Texas is currently. I wanted to bet this one. Texas is a two-point favorite at Texas Tech. Alan Bowman, British comedy legend, he is out of this game. Uh, I don't know that he's still in the hospital, is he? I, I, I well, I don't know. I, who knows? Who knows? Either way, I know that he's not. Uh, yeah, all I cared about was is he playing. Thoughts are with him. Yeah. Uh, I, we don't want the kid completely well, no. hurt. I no, mean, he's I don't a true freshman. Yeah, no. Um, I'm not trying to be an asshole by saying I don't. Once I knew he's not coming back to play football right now. Yeah, no, not right he's now. He's worried about other things, and that's all I cared about. Um, so he is—he's not playing. But Texas Tech, I mean, it's a night game in Lubbock. Texas coming off a, uh, a home loss to West Virginia. That could be very, very interesting. I mean, we saw what Texas Tech did against Oklahoma last week, and that was with Bowman out for the entire second half. I was about to say he didn't play the entire second half. Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. We got Bedlam, Bedlam. this weekend. Bedlam. I love the Bedlam game. Bedlam is a 17-and-a-half-point line for the Sooners, and it's in Norman. I I don't have a lot of faith in Gundy in this one. It's in my gambling picks. All right, I'm staying away from it. Northwestern. You can, you can do whatever you want. Northwestern at Iowa. Is this your gambling picks? No, I wanted to so bad. <laughs> I wanted to so bad. And I'll tell you this. I, I like both of these teams, so I stayed away from this. Iowa, I will be betting on this game, but I'm not going to tell everybody else to. Uh, Northwestern. Go with my guys. Tough loss Chicago. at home. Yeah, ten points seems like a lot. Go with my guys in Chicago. That's out. Well, since you're not, since it's not the game of picks, Northwestern plus ten the right play. I I think so. I don't I don't know how Northwestern. I mean, I think this should be a close line. I think it should. I, like, I really I, do 10, think these teams are pretty even. For, aside from my my just strange real like of Northwestern, I think Northwestern plays kind of everybody pretty close they don't get blown out a lot 
I mean, they, no, they, they don't lost, blow anybody out. They, no, they don't blow anybody out. They don't, they, please don't say that the Notre Dame lost because well, no, that that was a, a loss by ten points at home. That's but, a top but, three but team in a, the country. That's what I'm saying. I was a three loss team in the country. No, I think I was really good. But you got to go to Kinnick. Yeah, I think this is good. Anyway, I'll be it, betting. Yeah. I'll be betting on the boys in Chicago, the Evanston, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Last two: Oregon at Utah. Arizona State knocked. Uh, Knocked Tyler Hundley out of the game. And he's out this week. Yep. So Utah has to go into this game against Oregon. Still tied, like it's a four-way tie, in the Pac-12 South for the lead. <laughs> so so the, Utah needs to win this game. The Pac-12 is actually really entertaining. The Pac-12 South has been a lot of fun to watch. Yes. They're not great. Like, this is not There's you're no watching great teams. a playoff team. But all of these games are a lot of fun. Well, because I, they can I all like, beat each other. That's right. I like these games. Last game, Will Muschamp heads back down to Gainesville against the Florida Gators, who gave up 38 points and got smoked by Missouri last week in Gainesville. Can Florida bounce back in this one? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out, is Florida going to, you know, the line opens at seven piss on and this. vinegar and, and, and come back firing, or are they just – Whip. Are they just done? Did Georgia break them? I will tell you this: if, if Georgia broke them, and Muschamp has an opportunity to just rub it in, he will. Yeah, I think he probably. But will. I don't know that South. Look, I no one loves South Carolina, South Carolina, Carolina have the more than I did before. That. They don't have the dudes, man. They're I like them a lot. I want them to be good, but. They just don't have the guys. No, nah, I think uh, I think you're probably right on that. I'm now, staying did, away from it. They I did put up 48 on Ole Miss last week, but, yeah, but that is Ole Miss. I mean, yeah, they're not a really good defense at all. I mean, it's a Big 12 team. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? I mean, yeah. If you took Ole Miss and you, like, flipped them and gave us Iowa State, like, that's – Iowa State plays right. SEC football. No, I think I think you're probably right on that. And I think Ole Miss would probably be like a – Oh, they'd be awesome in the Big 12. They'd be like a 6-7 win team right now. Oh, yeah, no. Like they they, they be, got five they, wins right now. They might now. be better than that. Um, they beat Texas Tech. Yeah, no, they did. They did. Neutral site, too. Yep. Huh. Okay. Uh, that is our college football previews for week 11. That's it. We gave you everything you need to know to go be a winner down in Tunica, Mississippi. So get down there. Get some action in. You want to find more information on all their sports books, go to tunicatravel.com. You can find our picks, our previews, our YouTube stuff, everything else over at winningcureseverything.com. Hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube or on the podcast. <laughs> College football week 11 gambling picks brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books down there. They got the Fitz Casino. They got the first jackpot casino. They got Samstown, Hollywood, Horseshoe, Gold Strike, all these wonderful places. We've been to all of them. Would you agree they're wonderful? Oh, no, they're all fun. They are great. They are incredible. Very nice stuff. Going down. You can find more information on it at tunicatravel.com. Over at winningcureseverything.com, you can find our football picks, along with our picks and previews and whatever. Uh, but our football picks contest. Last week, Lee B. from Madison, Alabama, he went 8-2. It's pretty good. No, it's pretty, pretty good. Tough. He uh, he won the tiebreaker. He got two free nights at Samstown. He got two free buffets over at Fitz Casino. It's good stuff. You could win it this week. So, let's go ahead and jump into this. Last week, I went 3-4. and four. I had a nice nice run going. Now you were rolling, man. I was rolling, but I, I took some uh, some risks last week. I learned from my mistakes. 
I might have taken some more risks this week, though. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they might hit for me. You went five and two last week. Finally got off, off the schneid. The schneid. That's what we call that. Ten and two. Yeah. Between college and pros. Not too shabby. Made some cash this week. I am 37-32-1 in college overall. You are 33-36-1. All you need is one more good week, one and more you good will week. be there. Our goal, by the way, is to be over 52% by the end of the year. Well, I mean, Typically, my goal is to win as many games as I can win. Well, yes, but it, the the breaking point is obviously over 52% because that's about what it takes for you to make money on these things. So we obviously are interested in making money. I'm, I'm also going to bet on teams I like and that's a bet good point. against teams I hate and try to have fun. Yeah. Like that's it's a lot of fun. I got a I got a job. For me making do fun this, I don't do this for a living. For me making money is more fun than but like I'll just stay away from teams I hate. No, but. man, no. That's fun to bet on teams you hate. <laughs> more fun than betting on teams you like. If you were watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, come into the comments, hang out, leave a comment. We will always reply, or at least we yeah, will we try. try. Yeah. We will try to always reply. Uh we have a good time in there. So toss them in. Give us your picks. Uh, if anybody can beat us three weeks straight, we'll bring you on the show. We'll call in. Whatever you need to do, we'll bring you in. If you can beat us three straight weeks. But leave those picks in the comments, all right? Game number one for me. Okay. Friday night. I got the Bulldogs. No doubt about that. Fresno man. State minus three at Boise State. Brian Harson sucks as a coach. <laughs> Friday, 9.15 p.m., it is on. I put CBS on this. I think it's ESPN two. I don't yeah, know I what. ESPN. God, I hope I got the rest of these right. Jeez, Louise. I don't, I, I'm not going to tell you what channel it's on. Either way, it's ESPN two. Metrics have Fresno State minus three point three. That has not mattered at all in the past like two and a half years. Fresno State is twenty and three against the spread in the last twenty three ball games. Boise two and four. Or sorry, two four and one against the spread since their first two games this year. Basically. Oklahoma State broke them. That's basically what happened. Fresno, 7-0 against the spread in that same span. Look, three points ain't enough. I understand it's on the blue turf. It don't matter to them Bulldogs. Let's roll. Did you say Oklahoma State? Did Did you embark the mullet? I brought up the mullet. I brought up the Gundy. Let's go to Bedlam. <laughs> I'm going to take all 18 of those points at Oklahoma's late. Okay. Give, give me Oklahoma State plus 18. I'm taking all those points. I don't know that they can beat this Oklahoma team. They're real good at football. But I think they're going to be close. This is one of those times where I think you can throw the records out, you can throw the teams out, because I don't think Oklahoma is that much better than Oklahoma State. Here's why. They don't play defense. Because they don't play defense, Oklahoma State can score them just as much as you well, score. And Oklahoma State – not a terrible defense. Not a terrible defense. That's like they, right. This will be times, one of the better defenses Oklahoma plays all year. Yeah, there are times that remember the. Now, I don't the, think they're going to stop our, our boy that came that. over from Duke, the defensive coordinator. Yep. Um, he likes to he likes to rush. He likes to bring pressure. Uh, Kyler Murray, like yes, he can get away from stuff like that. But man, listen, your throws aren't nearly as accurate when you're on the move. I, I, I think I'll just 18 say points is just too much. I could uh, I could roll with that. Game number two for me, Saturday, 11 a.m. on Fox. Early game, Ohio State at the Michigan State Spartans. Michigan State plus four is my play. It's two teams going in different directions. The metrics have Ohio State favored by 
two points. Does that sound like four to you? That no, it doesn't sound like four. That's not four. Michigan State is three and one against the spread in the last four. That only loss was to Michigan. And who was it a doozy? Um, since Urban Meyer has returned, they covered against Tulane in that first game. Five straight spread losses under Urban Meyer. Not a good thing. Michigan I, State, I'm getting them at more than a field goal here. Give me the Spartans plus four. I, I may, I may have. By me, I do have money on the Spartans money line already. Oh yeah, no, that's I, I, that's absolutely I, I, happening. I think they got a chance to win this game. Next game up. Now, I like betting money line dogs. That we all know that. You won big with the uh, with Herm I, last week. I don't know that I'm gonna bet money line on this game, but give me my Boston College going up against Clemson. Clemson coming into town. Look, I got him at twenty points. It's twenty points. Now I know that Clemson's been beating the hell out of everybody. But none of those teams, not a single one, ne'er a team they've played is anywhere close to as good as Boston College. They're just not. I don't know that Boston College can Mm. win this game. I would love to see it be close enough for them to win this game. I would love for them to pull out a huge upset. I don't need them to. I just need them to not get boat raced, man. Game day is going to be there. This, This might be the biggest crowd in B.C. history. Like I've got the same game at the same point spread. I got I, Boston I, College plus twenty I metrics. Think, I think this is all. Oh, look what they did to Florida State. Look, those teams are garbage. Yeah, Louisville, those are bad. Louisville might be the worst team in in college football. And this is a Saturday night in Chestnut Hill with a team that's playing pretty well. Uh, the metrics have got Clemson by only seventeen. I, I was going to say oh, that doesn't so, make me feel good then. Well, but points. still, I think it's going to be closer than that. I mean, I, th- I think I this think could be, be a ten point game. Boston College has covered four of the last five against Clemson. Boston College is 3-0-1 in their last four as a home underdog. And BC is 8-1-1 against the spread as an underdog since 2016. Steve Adazio, he got some dudes. Well. They got some dudes. A.J. Brown, A.J. Dillon. They got a a quarterback that can run around, that can get away from that pressure. I'm telling you. He and Dylan can make some things happen. I agree. They got a good enough defense. I would love to see them be able to win the game. I don't need now, them to. Now, I you see how fired up we are, and we both got money on Boston College plus Now, 20. last week, Clemson the, only, up rolling the them. only two games I lost, <laughs> the only two games I lost were the two games we agreed on. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, I was a little irritated about that. That, 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 that. that scares me a little bit. My next pick, I haven't done this in a while, and I feel like I just should. I, I, I just woke up this morning and... Before I even looked at lines, I didn't know the number. I said, I'm going to bet on Mike Leach. I think, <laughs> I think I'm going to bet on Mike Leach this week. I just – I love the man. I haven't bet on him enough this year in the podcast. Now, I pretty much have money on him every week. And and he's been good to us. He's just so great for, La- for college Last football. week was a, a – uh, uh, it's okay. Like a, whatever, a, pa- yeah. a Pac-12 like that, after dark kind of game. Well, and that's one of those. Guys. Okay, so he and gets, it, and it he gets a letdown. They game. were they were eight and zero against the spread, that's right. and then they let one get away from them at home. Less than a touchdown against Colorado. Well, Colorado ain't no world beater. What? Uh, what good? Would you get that line? Up? I got him at six. Washington State minus six. Okay. I got him at six. I just woke up this morning and I didn't know the. I, I tell you this, I didn't even know they played Colorado. I didn't know who they played. I just knew they were playing. I knew they wasn't on by. And I just woke up this morning. and I said. I think I'm going to go bet on Leach. 
I also have Washington Holy State minus crap. six. Oh God, I'm gonna lose this game at Colorado. Be so mad. Saturday, two thirty p.m. on ESPN. <laughs> metrics. Should, we should probably talk about this more often than we yeah. do. The metrics have Washington State minus eight. Colorado has four straight losses. They are one and three against the spread. The only cover was against Washington, and they still lost that game by fourteen. So you know whatever. That's right. Washington State should bounce back after that close call against Cal. Colorado's LaVisca Chenault is still out. Oh, yeah, they have not playing. won a single game without him. They can't, like, their offense is almost non-existent in cases without him. I I love, I mean, Colorado gave up 41 points, basically all in the second half to yep, Oregon to State. Oregon State, yeah, not bad. Listen, Oof. Gary, Gary gives you lots of analytics. He's going to give you logic and reasoning. I live my life with logic and reasoning. I don't need. I just literally woke up and said, "I miss my friend Mike. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna bet on him." So he, I, we're, we're going the same way though. Next, next. Now this says a little bit of logic and reasoning. I, I kind of think the wrong team is favored here. I got Wisconsin plus ten at Penn State. I think this Penn State team is reeling. I don't know how good they are, and I. I, well, maybe Wisconsin shouldn't be favored on the road at Penn State because that line got up to ten. Oh, I got him at I got him at eight. Did I say ten? Yeah, I, I've just like okay. It's eight. I was looking okay. at the number under it. It said ten. So I just I'm an idiot. Gotcha. All right. So plus eight. I yeah. like Wisconsin. I like Wisconsin a lot. I think they're going to keep this game close. I think they can win. Not. I don't think they can win the game. I'm. I. I think they're going to win the game. Like I will have money line on this. I love that the number's eight. I, that means I'm getting good value on. You're getting line. real, real good value. Uh, let's see. Game number. I don't even know what we're on. Um, game something. Virginia Tech at Pitt. I'm going with Pitt minus two and a half. Saturday, two thirty p.m. It's on ESPNU. Pitt has covered four straight against the spread. Virginia Tech, on the other hand, has lost four straight against the spread. The metrics have got Pitt minus six and a half on this one. I think Pitt is playing really, really well. They've got a good running game right now. I agree. They're at home. Virginia Tech is completely lost on both sides of the ball. Like, I love this here. Pitt is one of those, like, downhill, like, run it right at you type of teams. And Virginia Tech obviously has had a lot of trouble with that with know. Georgia Tech and uh, uh, Boston College last week. That's right. Look, uh, Virginia Tech on the road. I, I, I got to go against Fuente. Like, I make it five straight losses against the spread for them. I got the Pitt Panthers at less than a field goal, minus two and a half. I, I couldn't do it. I, God, I almost bet Pitt, too. But I just, I, look, I got off of West Virginia, and I bet against them last week. That's the giving them the stern look, letting them know I'm not happy. But but I, I can't leave them. I can't leave them. So I'm just, just staying away. My next game. I've done really well just fading bad teams. Give me give me Notre Dame minus 17 and a half against Florida State. Florida State is an absolute garbage football team. Anybody who 17 thinks, and a half? I got them 17 and a half. Okay. I don't know I don't know what what it was, what it used no, to no, be. No, 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 it's all good. That's what it was this more or this evening right before we picked. I I I think Notre Dame is a good team. I think they have the capability to beat up on any team. That they want, well, maybe not any team they want, but these bad teams, they don't beat them real bad. I think some of that is out of respect. I don't think they will have, because of the history <laughs> of Florida State and who is on the front of their jersey, I don't think they'll have any respect for them. I think if they can beat them by 30, they'll beat them by 30. 
I could understand Think they'll that. They'll beat them by 50. They'll beat them by 50. I'm going down to Louisiana. Okay. East Carolina yep. at Tulane. Tulane minus 13 and a half. Saturday, 3 p.m. It's on ESPN News in case you want to turn it on on there. Metrics have got Tulane minus 16 and a half. Tulane's covered two straight, and they smashed South Florida last week in Tampa, 41 to 15. East Carolina, 0-5 against the spread in their right. last five. Tulane, will, they will muscle these dudes around. They're going to push them around. Look, New Orleans, it feels like a pretty good place right now. Tulane is going to get it feeling even better. Tulane minus 13 and a half over East Carolina. I got Tulane minus 13 and a half. Do you really? East Carolina. God, we got three of the same picks this week. So far. I got three more to go. I don't know where you're at. Oh, I, I like this Tulane team. I think I love them at home, but but even on the road. Like, the triple option that they run travels. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter. They don't need yeah. a home field advantage to, to beat you up with that. Your crowd noise isn't going to mess them up. That's just how they run the football. You got that right. And I think they're going to run it all over East Carolina. Oh, I yeah. should have been fading East Carolina far before I got on it last week game number seven for me my last game how did how did you get that much ahead of me i'm not that much ahead of you you got boston college oh, Tulane, I, I washington just, state notre dame wisconsin and Oklahoma i just state. wrote down a lot of games uh yeah you did I know that Good i have gracious. more games left uh last game for me game number seven lsu minus 13 and a half at arkansas saturday 6 30 p.m on sec network Yes, it's in Fayetteville. I understand that. But the metrics have LSU minus 21.5. In Ed Orgeron's two appearances against Arkansas, 38-10, to 33-10. Arkansas had four straight covers before last week where they lost 45-31 to 31 at home against Vanderbilt. That was, that was two weeks ago. LSU is going to be pissed off. That's right. They, they typically are after the Alabama game. They're going to get right. They're going to get right. Arkansas, they will manhandle this Arkansas team. Yeah. So that offensive line didn't look good at all. They they're about to look real good. Yeah. The, the look look for like two hundred and seventy three hundred yards rushing. rushing. Although they're like gonna run the football and and, run it, and Arkansas and run it, and will not be more. able to do anything in this game. LSU big 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 here. Thirteen and a half ain't near enough. That makes me smile. I appreciate you doing that. It's nice. Golly. I got three games. I don't even know which one I want to pick. I'm going to pick. Uh, la, la, la. Well, give the one you like the most, and then give a couple of links. I don't. I don't know that I. I like. It. That's the problem is I don't like any of them the most. <laughs> um, but I like them. I like them all. Uh, give me Temple. I like. I like Temple. I'm going to go with the team I like the most. Okay. How about that? Not I like the bet the most. I just like this team more than all the rest of them. I like Temple. Got plus four and a half at Houston. Houston's a really good team. Houston scores a whole lot of points. Now, up until last but week. But their defense also gives up a whole lot of points. Up until last week when, when they got whipped whipped up on by SMU, um, things, just, things just started changing. I don't know how they're going to react to that, but what I do know is this. I try to watch my language. Tipple ain't no bitch. Okay, <laughs> Tipple ain't going to let you just push them around. This yeah. might be one of the – look, they don't have the dudes to be – Big, big, big boy football, but don't tell them that. This, yeah, this Jeff might Collins, be good coach. This might be one of the toughest physical teams in the country. I like watching Temple play football. Um, they they can score with anybody, and I think they can make a some the stops that they need to make. I I, like, I can understand. I it. like Temple. I got them at plus four and a half. 
Houston, Houston might score a bunch of points. The other two that I was going to pick between is I like Duke plus ten, uh, minus ten and a half against North Carolina. That's betting against a bad team, uh, and I like Duke a lot. And then I got Wake Forest plus seventeen against NC State. And that's your Thursday night game. I know that's my so. Thursday night game. I I just don't see that. I don't. I don't. It get seems it. like a lot of points, NC especially State, after after Wake Forest like NC their State offense kind of exploded against Louisville. NC State's played nobody. Nobody at all. They played one good team. That team destroyed them. Now, well, okay. Now hold on. They they did beat Boston College. Well, okay, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, they beat Boston College twenty eight twenty three. So oh. now that was without AJ Dillon. Yeah, but it didn't have to matter. Boston College a better team than that. Look, I know this. I don't think the twenty points better than Wake Forest. Okay, no, I, I you give me se- you give me seventeen and a half. I think Wake Forest can score. That means you got to score a lot to get outside of eighteen on them. Yeah, I could see that. So anyway, those are just you don't have to take those two freebies. We want to recap it? They're not going in the column? Yeah, sure. All right, I got Fresno State minus three. I got Michigan State plus four. I got Pitt minus two and a half. Washington State minus six. Tulane minus 13 and a half. LSU minus 13 and a half. And Boston College plus 20. Got Boston College plus 20. I got Oklahoma State plus 18. I got Washington State minus six. Wisconsin plus eight. Notre Dame minus 17 and a half. Tulane minus 13 and a half. And Temple plus four and a half. You know what I should have done? What's that? Should have taken two of those had I known what you had bet and just swapped out two of the ones we like to see. I do. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Everything's all good. We gave you what you need to be a winner. Go down to Tunica, Mississippi. Put some action in on your favorite plays. TunicaTravel.com has got all of the information for all six of their awesome sports books. Don't forget, football picks contest over at WinningCuresEverything.com. Check that thing out. And, again, leave your picks in the comments. Help yeah. us out. If you do it three, three weeks in a row. And three you beat weeks us, in a row. Look. You beat us, we're going to bring you on the show. Gary's tough to beat. Me? Nah, I hadn't been so much. That, but here's the thing. You got to beat both of us. Yeah. Well, That's, well, my problem is this. Well, not my problem. Your problem is this. I'm either going to be real easy to beat that week, or I'm going to be real hard. Yeah. I've, he's, I've he's either had a couple of six and one weeks. Six and one, five and two. Yeah. Or I've been. Or he's been like one and six. One and six. Two, two and five. five. Yeah. yeah. Roundabout. So Round I'm either going to be easier or hard. All right, don't forget, tunicatravel.com and winningcureseverything.com. College football, November 3rd. No, November 5th. November 5th, playoff ranking. November 6th, playoff ranking reaction. How do we not know that? That's crazy, right? This is the playoff ranking reaction show for November 6th. Let's go on and jump into this bad boy. We're going to take them five at a time. Okay. Like we did the last time. Number bottom. Number 25, Washington. Number 24, Auburn. Number 23, Fresno State. 22, Iowa State. 21, Iowa. Uh, Look, Washington is number 19 in the Massey Composite. Auburn is 27 in the Massey Composite. Fresno State is 16. Iowa State is 24. Iowa is 18. Any problem with any of those? Well, I, I have a problem with one that's in the middle. And and it's it, but all of those the way they are no I mean I I do think Fresno State should be up there a little higher um here's 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 a problem that let's let's address or talk about before we get into this because it's going to carry throughout everything else the logic and reasoning for all of these things changes depending on what the team is okay yes. so like I I fully understand all of the people who get on me about UCF okay. And how if they played head-to-head against all of these teams with three or four losses, they would lose. And so, therefore, you can't rank them higher than them. I, I understand all that. 
But but then they take another mediocre bad team that has nothing but losses, wins against bad teams, and one win against a good team, not a great team, and and they throw them way higher than they should be. Everybody below them, I would pick to win the game. Not be favor, not not just like like cover a spread, but win the game outright. Okay. Well, we'll get to who you're talking. I know exactly who you're talking about, but we'll get to them. This lot right here, I think some of these guys should be higher than this. I mean, I know that that like Fresno State, I do think should be higher. Yeah, I here, think they should be here higher. are the four teams in the Massey Composite top twenty-five that were left out. So okay. the Massey Composite, for those that don't know, MasseyRatings.com, they have a it's a hundred and ten different computers that all have their own analytics system, da 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 da, and they just average it all up. Correct. And these are actually the best teams in the country by the numbers. Number 20 in that is Missouri. Now, they've got four losses. It's tough to justify them being in here. No, But they are like two plays away from being 7-2. and two. This is my issue, though, is, is I think some of these four-loss teams maybe are, better, finals, are, than, are better than a lot of these other teams. They lost early or they lost – you know, big games against like like the game against well, Alabama. Missouri like, yeah. played Alabama and Georgia. Yeah, like like that's tough. Like you're gonna have some and losses. They, they when lost you the run last second game to uh, or last yeah last second uh, loss to Kentucky. Kentucky. You know, yeah, like you're gonna have losses when you play some of these teams. And they I, just I like Florida. I like Temple. I and I'm super biased. I know they've got early losses to bad programs that they should not have. Now, Temple is number 57 oh, in the sure. composite. Oh, no, well, I mean, you can't have a loss to Villanova and be in the top 25. Yeah. But I, I'll tell you this right now, there's a lot of teams in the top 25 that Temple's better than. Today, I, I think today, I could get down with that. they're better than those teams. I, I think I could definitely get down with that. Um, so, it, it, the four that were left out of the Massey composite, like out of the top 25, number 20, Missouri, number 22, Utah. Now, I could see leaving Utah out because Tyler Hunley's out. And it, so they've got three losses that might would have been enough to stay in other than the fact that Hundley is out, right? Uh, number 23, Utah State. Utah State, their only win over a winning team this year was against Hawaii. Yeah, you can't do that. Numbers and Hawaii wise, is not though, a good team. Numbers-wise, numbers, numbers wise, Utah State is light years ahead of everybody. They're 8-1 and one right now. They are steamrolling teams. Like, they are just killing them. Um, they lost – like, had they won that early game at Michigan State – like I could, they would definitely be in the conversation. Well, yeah, but then that's a that's a big win though. That that'd be a nine and zero team. Right. Uh, and then number twenty five is South Carolina, and so you know, take with that what you will. They're five and three, uh, should maybe be six and three. They had a game canceled because yeah, of the hurricane. Correct. So six and three, uh, but they're they're number twenty five. So let's before we get into the CFP top twenty. Uh, the show is, as always, brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six awesome sports books down there. They got the Gold Strike, Horseshoe, Samstown, Hollywood, First Jackpot, and Fitz Casino. You can find all the information on those over at tunicatravel.com. You can watch them wager on any of the games, college or pro, down there, Saturday, any in and out of the week. Doesn't matter what night it is. Go down to Tunica, do that thing. Also, football picks contest over at winningcureseverything.com. Our podcast, our YouTubes, our picks, our previews, different articles that we write, everything is over there. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Check that bad boy out. Next batch. Penn State at number 20 after a just beat down to Michigan. Uh, Penn State is number 20, but they are number 13 in the Massey Composite. 
Texas at number 19. They are number 26 in the Massey Composite. Michigan State is number 18. They are number 15 in the Massey Composite. Boston College, they are 7-2. and two. They are 17, but they are 28 in the Massey Composite. Mississippi State, number 16. They are they got three losses. I understand that. They're 6-3. and three. They're number 12 in the Massey Composite. Any problem with any of those? No. I don't think so either. No, I'm good with I'm good with all of those teams. I like I like all those teams. I think they're good. I think they're good college football teams. I'm glad that they're not just sticking to rating uh to to records. I I do like that. Um however, once you get towards the top, kind of feels like they might be sticking to records. You know, like this whole batch of teams, Penn State, Texas, Michigan State, Boston College, Mississippi State. Boston College has two losses. But they haven't played near the schedule that Mississippi State has. That's Mississippi right. State has three. Right. You know, it makes makes sense. Uh, the next batch, next five, 15 is Florida. They're 17 at the Massey Composite. Number 14 is NC State. They're number 21 at the Massey Composite. Number 13 is Syracuse. They're 29 at the Massey Composite. Number 12 is your boys UCF. They are actually 10. At the Massey Composite. Yeah, I can't believe after some of the carnage that happened this week in college football that they didn't get bumped up. Um, and But that's not the one that – are we done? Uh, Kentucky is no, number 11. 12. That's right, we get to 11. Yeah, Kentucky okay. is number 11, and they are number 11 at the Massey Composite. So so what, what I think about this batch is, is the NC State one is the one that I, literally every team below them in the top 25 I think can beat them. I know they got a win over Boston College. I think they were at home for that one. I think I think I think right now you play that game. I think Boston College can hang with them. Well, Boston College had AJ Dillon out. I think yeah. every team below them, every one of them, can and would beat them if they played. I I think I would agree. That's with that. my problem. Is why are they up so high? Yeah, they they've only got two losses. I I get that, man. But they haven't beaten anybody. So if we're gonna say UCF hadn't beaten anybody, what the hell? UCF's beaten just as many people as, as them, more. They got no losses, and they don't move up. They're only two spots away from NC State. And Kentucky with two losses. Uh, now, granted, Kentucky's two losses no, two were, losses big boys. Yeah, no, they, Texas they, A&M yeah. and uh, this past Georgia. week to Georgia. No, no I'm not. I, I think they probably should have fallen a little farther, but I'm not beating up Kentucky at all. I mean, they're, no, a, Kentucky, they're a good team. They're Kentucky a tough was team. nine last week. They dropped two spots. Yeah. That that I mean, a loss to Georgia that makes sense, right? Dropping them out of the top ten is the right thing to do. I would have UCF above them, but that doesn't you know. It's just the logic. Do you think they would beat UCF head to head? A lot of people probably do. Yeah. I don't know that I agree with that, and that's okay. We're never going to find out because they'll never play. But the the issue that well, I we have, don't know that. Well, maybe the the issue that I have is. <laughs> What is the argument for some of the other teams that haven't played anybody but have a really good record and we have them abnormally inflated? That's, I, my, that's my issue with the whole thing. You change the rules based – you look at the team and you say, I'm going to make this argument. Who, uh, who does NC State have left on their schedule? You, you keep talking. And I, I will. Uh, I think that they might have Syracuse bumped up because Syracuse next week plays against Notre Dame. So I think a lot of these are like setting up matchups. So this you know week, how much I hate that. Though. I know, I know, I know. Uh, this week Georgia and Auburn play, and then Clemson and Boston College play. Wow! And wow! All right, who's who's NC, NC State? Got? NC State's going to finish five with 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 two losses, and that's it. 
NC State plays Wake Forest this week, Louisville, North Carolina, and East Carolina. They're and, gonna f- but who who have they beaten? Uh, they've beaten Florida State. Terrible, terrible football team. They got hammered by well, they, they, they got they, beat by Syracuse. They barely and beat Boston College after they knocked the quarterback out. Which, but okay, no, that's not, a, not the not the quarterback, but. Yeah, yeah. But that's a good win. That's a good win. I'm giving them complete credit for that. They beat in Virginia. Yeah, Virginia, good, good win. Good win. Uh, it's okay win. Careful. Beating Marshall. Woo. The Virginia, the West Virginia game got canceled. Yes, it did. Congratulations to you, North Carolina State. They beat Georgia State and James Madison. They've got a good win and an okay win. That is it. And they're going to finish with only two losses. That's crazy. And we're going to have them in the top ten before this damn thing's over with. No, no. That's just It's just garbage. Yes, they are because they want to inflate the ACC rankings because everybody else in the ACC is getting beat up. Clemson's going to beat Boston College, which is going to knock them out of the top 25 probably because that's what they do. And I, I don't know, man. I just don't, I just don't like when they single-handedly pick a team. If you're going to say UCF doesn't belong because they can't beat these other teams and they haven't played anybody – then why UCF wins are better than that. I assure you of that. Let's move on to the next batch. Number 10, Ohio State. They are number 9 at the Magic Composite. Number 9, West Virginia. They are number 8 at the Magic Composite. Number 8, Washington State. Now, they stood, they, they stood firm and with a close win over Cal. So, obviously, there was a little bit of respect there. They're, they're number 14 at the Magic Composite. Number 7, LSU Tigers. They didn't drop far. With with two losses, they dropped from three to seven. That's a lot of respect for Alabama. And I, I can get down with that. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I didn't um, have them in my top ten because I just thought there there's some teams with, with one loss that are better than that. Uh, number six, Oklahoma. They are number six at the Massey Composite. Any problems there? No, I mean, I don't have any problems with any of that. I, th- I, think, I think we're getting to a point where I think all of these teams are – are pretty damn good. Yeah, I think I, agree I think with that. LSU's the worst offense left in all of this bunch, but I, I think their defense is pretty elite level against everybody they, in the country. I will say this: they are Not doing a Alabama, obviously. They're they're doing a good job of keeping teams that beat other teams ahead, ahead of them. Of them. I, I, so, I do kind of like that if you're head to head with somebody. Yeah, but you've got to have everything else too. Like you can't say. I know I'm. I know I'm beating the dead horse with NC State, but you can't say, "Well, they beat Boston College, so we got to keep them ahead of them." I don't know that you do. I, I just don't know. Look at the Boston College wins as opposed to your wins. Well, I mean, it, it, if you look at Massey Composite, like mm-hmm. NC State is 21, Boston College is 28. Yeah. So like it it, it but makes this, sense. Uh, uh, well, okay. So but, so uh, NC listen, State the Massey Composite's not always right either, though. No, no, no. It's not. I mean, it's, it's not. been it's been pretty far off too. Um, I will say this: like, so they've got. Uh, They've got Kentucky over Florida. They got Florida over Mississippi State. They got Mississippi State over uh well, they don't have Auburn. Them over LSU. Uh huh. They don't have Mississippi State, uh, Florida over LSU. No, but they got that but win. they can't. Um well because Florida's got three losses. Okay. Well they got know. one extra loss though. That's I mean yeah. it's not a lot. I mean, no, you're right. You're right. Uh now at that point, I mean you can't. I mean, they just got beat at home by twenty-one to Missouri. Like it, it's impossible. Look, I don't think they belong there. I'm just saying. You, you got Michigan State at eighteen. You got Penn State at twenty. Uh, you got Penn State over Iowa, twenty and twenty-one. You got Iowa I, over I Iowa State. I actually think Michigan State should be right 
a, a lot higher than that. <sighs> Man, I don't know. I mean, Michigan State, they're, they're number 15 in the composite. Mm, I don't know, man. I mean, they're they're six and three. Like, where where would you have them? Fourteen. Like, I guess I guess over NC State and Syracuse, right? Like, yeah. Um, and I'm sure if I like, don't know, they, maybe maybe not against Syracuse. I, I I like Dino Babers. I like Syracuse. Maybe I'm wrong. Go ahead. I think I like. It, I've beaten if, the NC State thing enough. We don't if, have to if keep Michigan State up. goes and beats Ohio State this weekend. Well, then, no, then they're going to yes, vault. you're going to see some. No, then they're going to vault. They're going to go way over 18. Yeah, I think I agree with no, that. No, I, I think they're vaulting a lot of spots. All right, so the top five. Because we'll have a lot of three-loss teams then. I mean, just yeah. a, a a litany of three-loss teams then. But Ohio State still won't be a, a three-loss well, no, team. Well, they won't be a three-loss team, but they're going to fall. Be, yeah, they'll fall pretty far. They'll fall really far, actually. Um, let's see. Top five. Number five, Georgia. They are number three at the Magic Composite. That didn't surprise me at all. Michigan, number four. They are four at the Magic Composite. Number three is Notre Dame. They are number five at the Magic Composite. Number two, Clemson. Number one, Alabama. Those are the the right numbers. Yeah. Anything there? No, not really. Nothing. I think. I mean, that. I think that's the five best teams in the country. I think I agree with you. I, I've I've heard a lot of people giving me Oklahoma. And they're they're good. They're a really good football team. Well, the the only top 25 team that Oklahoma has played so far, they lost to, and that was number 19, Texas. They they got no other top 25. And Texas is a three-loss team. And so, in the Massey composite, Oklahoma has beaten number... uh, Let's see. Number 38, Texas Tech. Number... My my problem wow. with my problem with oh yeah see it's bad it's really bad I mean it, well, they it beat number, Army oh Army thirty one yeah. yeah okay uh, TCU number sixty yeah that's the next that's the next one uh, Baylor number sixty three yeah yeah so so this is my problem with Oklahoma is they haven't they haven't really played you know they've, you know and they've been crazy? tested a lot about this like the Big Twelve is still the number two toughest conference how. Oh well, I guess West Virginia being up at number eight probably helps that. But that is okay. They got one team. Uh, the big how's the Big Ten not? They got two top ten teams. Big Ten is number three. How's the Big Ten not better well, than the Big Twelve? Probably because Rutgers is number oh because the, because the that's so but okay so that's that none of that matters then. Let's see who else. Because once you get to the bad teams, if if your bad team is number sixty and another team's bad team is number hundred and twenty, like that doesn't matter. They're still terrible. I mean, I'm with you. But so, I, I'll, I'll say this: the uh, the Big Twelve does not have any. Da, 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 they don't have any teams in the bottom 100. They got Kansas at number 100. That's it. But that's it. They don't have anybody in the bottom 100. But they also don't have anybody, anybody outside of the top 25, other than Oklahoma. Yeah, you're right. And and it's pretty far down before you get to the next team. Whoo! I mean, it's not just well, they're 26 or they're 27. You got Oklahoma. You got Texas. And Texas might not be there by the end of the year. They are they are setting up for a Washington Washington State matchup to be a top twenty five matchup. Yeah. They're setting up for Auburn Georgia this weekend. But I, I think Washington 
belongs in the top 25. I think they're good enough football team. Yeah, I think I think they're pretty good. They're a three-loss team. They're number 19 in the composite. That yeah, makes sense. There's a lot of teams above them that I would – A, they would be favored over if they played. If Vegas made this, it would look way different. And and I think well, that there's who? a lot of teams above them that they would beat. NC State? Yeah. Well, obviously. I, will give, but, I, don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me. You're looking at them. I mean, look. So – Washington Fresno is, State, I think Washington's better than Fresno State. Okay. Like we're giving them the UCF treatment. I think they're. I think I'd like to see them play Iowa State. I think that'd be an awesome game. I think they're better than Iowa. I think they're better than Penn State. I think they're better than Texas. I think they're better than a lot of those teams. That could, that can make. I mean, sense. this is my opinion, obviously. No, that's a, that totally makes sense. I think Washington is still a really good team. They got three losses. Okay. Yeah. You're going to lose some games sometimes. We just don't live and, in a world we're, where everybody's going to have undefeated seasons. We're, we're into November. It's going to get a lot more tense. I can guarantee you that. As always, go over to tunicatravel.com. Check out all their information on their sports books. They got good stuff down in Tunica, Mississippi. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. Check that bad boy out. Previews, picks, football picks contest. Getting that bad boy. It's free. Enter that thing. Uh, yeah, you made leave. it through the whole podcast. Yeah, appreciate that. That's pretty impressive because Big we have been talking you. for two, two hours? about two and a half hours now. Uh, Thanks, guys. That's a lot. We appreciate you guys' support. Hit that subscribe button for us. As always, leave comments. Tell us what your thoughts are. We uh, we appreciate hearing when we're wrong, and we will be wrong. I guarantee you that. You put yourself out there as much as we do. You got to. Yep. We. I, I swear we will be wrong again. We're gonna do it again. But I also tell you this, if we're right and we know it, we're going to let you know it. Ain't that the truth? That's right. All right. tunicatravel.com. We'll see you guys next week. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at GaryWCE. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team, or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551 226 9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time, have a good one, guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and LeBonner's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.